Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. And as you're listening to all over the radio station, just about everywhere, RockofTalk.TV. And lots of good stuff uh, out there for you on this very difficult and somber day. And I have to just kind of start off by telling you, uh, Rush Limbaugh. That was tough for everybody. So if you want to share your thoughts, there are no words that you could possibly express, nor could I, to, I think, add the right type of impact that a man for 32 years has had upon all of our lives, although I do think it is quite poetic in a way that his last broadcast, and I listened to all three hours of his final broadcast, which, of course, was Groundhog Day of this year, and I listened to those three hours that were there, and uh, you could almost feel it uh, really coming in as his last caller, Gary, uh, chimed in, talked uh, to him. There's nothing for you to apologize for. I mean, you could literally just feel it. Uh, A a life well-lived, and on behalf of so many others, um, he graduated from Boys Nation, as did I, so I feel sort of a bit of a kindred spirit, not not just because we're hanging out behind the microphone and offer our thoughts and insights and uh, our words and 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 hopefully get you to think a little bit. And I have to tell you, uh, I think it's going to be a, a long time impacting, I think, the conservative community because now we are completely and totally exposed without our leader in our uh, president, Donald Trump, and without our really our full philosophical leader in uh, Rush Limbaugh for over 32 years. Uh, these are new times. It requires a lot of new approaches, I would probably say. Um, if you, and I know some of you were getting upset, I almost feel like that there was a, a bit of a spiritual kinship between me and you during these last few days because I'm like, I couldn't get on the air yesterday. I couldn't get on the air the day before. I was uh, struggling uh, as I'm embarking upon a new endeavor and straightening up the radio station, and I just couldn't see myself get on the air and uh, plug away and almost maybe just felt like hey you know little uh, stay away from the microphone you know uh, rush is about to uh, make his final exit and i think with all due respect to uh, this wonderful industry that we're in uh, which is radio i love it i'm an owner as well as someone who employs uh, syndicated talent and we'll, we'll of course address all of that as i'm sure you're all eager to f- figure out who's going to fill the void of Rush Limbaugh, I want to tell you today, nobody ever will. Uh, he is the greatest of all time, and that is not a void that should be filled. Uh, you know as well as I do, those are impossible shoes to fill, just like uh, the shoes of Donald Trump uh, and the presidency, impossible to fill, So, which is why they have to keep up the pressure consistently on him on all the negativity uh, that they continue to push uh, towards him. A lot has changed since the last time we've been behind the microphone, uh, not the least of which is obviously the death of Rush Limbaugh, and I'll get back to that in a moment. But it was a big weekend. Uh, We had the Liberty Ladies here on Saturday. We carried the impeachment vote live, and uh, it was something that we expected not to pass, and it didn't. They didn't get their two-thirds. They're 0 for 2. A lot of you sending out various jokes and other things, but I have to say this. It's sad that we had to go through that process. And so many of you, and I've seen... Some of you sort of back away from the TV, back away from the radio, back away from 
social media. Back away from the election in general. I'm asking you during this time, especially during this time of mourning, to think about why a guy like Rush Limbaugh is so incredibly important. Or, for example, Sean Hannity or uh, our great president, Donald Trump, was so incredibly important to you. And I would ask you, slowly start to re-engage. Because if you don't start to re-engage, we're going to continue to get the type of results that we're getting with 54 executive orders that have come in and uh, really no path moving forward. You notice there's a consistent obsession, whether it's people who were formerly of the Lincoln Project, whether it's the rhino Republicans who can't stop hating Trump, whether it's the progressive and the leftists who can't stop hating Rush or, or Trump on a day like this, uh, it is just something that is not going to stop. And if you quit, for what good of the work of Donald Trump and Rush Limbaugh and myself and other people who have been carrying the torch, what good is our work? So one of the things I heard consistently throughout the day is, Rush continued to say, where would he be without you? Where would we be here in the Kiva without you? Which is why I work so hard to make sure that the radio station is running as perfectly as possible. You have the top of the hour uh, new IDs, which I love. We have the new promos that are coming in. Uh, we have our platform, the Rock of Talk TV. Uh, you can engage at rockoftalk.chat. A lot of information is put out for you each and every single day. That is for you to educate yourself on your very busy day as you're getting back. This is a time to re-engage, rekindle that fire. Remember what you love so much about Rush Limbaugh or about politics or about getting involved. And that could be the greatest testimony and respect that you could possibly give to a guy like Rush Limbaugh because that's about all he ever asked of you is to care and be as passionate as he did because that fire was burning from within him at a very, very early age. This is a man who ascended uh, quite quickly once he, that uh, spark ignited back in Sacramento and you slugged it out. He slugged it out for 20 years in radio. He dropped out of college, didn't want to be involved in college whatsoever, had two semesters, was in and out and on his way and looking for his next radio job. Radio is a passion because it is really the first social network. And you get to reach people and communicate with people. And the most important word out of all this, which is exactly what you have on the other side of this microphone, is that deep connection. You and I have been forging this for about seven years. Rush did it for more on a national level for more than 32 years. And almost 50 years total. He actually started when he was 16 years of age. That is a connection that kept him alive and kept the other person on the other side, and it's a very personal medium, this radio program and radio in general, with the person who's driving, with the person who's listening, with the person who's sharing that experience on your thoughts and words in a very intimate way as to what is actually happening in the world and an attempt to try and make sense of it all. Not try to be, you know, promulgating you know, this, that, or the other, or toe this line. We never really heard anything from Rush Limbaugh as far as, far as his participation in the Republican Party, though we know that he shaped the Republican Party and Republican thought. Sean Hannity, not a Republican. He is an independent. But he shapes a lot of Republican thought that is out there. This is what I think is what is going to emanate out of the death of Rush Limbaugh and the death of the presidency of Donald J. Trump. And I think you're going to see a resurgence and a rebuilding in a very new way, which is going to be exciting, I believe, for all of us.
When Donald Trump said the best is yet to come, you believed him. I believed him. We believe him. Because he's been there. Rush was at the front. He was always optimistic, as many people are, are continue to comment on just how humorous he was and what a great sense of humor he had. And I think that is so incredibly important, especially to try uh, and delve into this bloodbath that is known as the political world, especially going forward. If you don't maintain your wits and your good humor, you are done. And I don't have a difficult time uh, maintaining either one of those, and I take the shots with the best of them. So without uh, further ado, I think we should just... Uh, oh, by the way, today is Ash Wednesday, and Groundhog Day uh, was uh, Rush Limbaugh's last broadcast, and uh, he is going to go down as the greatest broadcaster in the history of this country, right there with Art Bell, and of course... But you hear everything uh, every single day at noon and midnight here right on this radio station. And I think they're going to do the best of and the replays. So you're going to continue to hear Rush Limbaugh from now, you know, for the next 30 years. Uh, some of the highest listening points sometimes are when people tune in, <laughs> believe it or not, to Art Bell. They love that Art Bell. His touch with the uh, customer or listener, his unscreened phone calls and his ability to connect. He died at a very young age as well, 71 years of age. So I think that that's very important. It's about building that relationship. And I know that that's something that we have definitely done here. Um, the attempts by many other people to sort of make sense of any of this uh, is going to be lost on anybody to try and put this in a nice, neat package. And as I stated before, there is no way that uh, any words are going to uh, offer the solace that we need to someone who was your personal best friend. This is who Rush Limbaugh was for 32 years. If you listen to him right from the very beginning, if you picked him up with Roger Ailes, I used to go from the university straight to my grandparents' house right across the street from where I'm broadcasting right now. And I used to watch Rush Limbaugh at noon. And he was on Channel 13. They used to, I think it was KGGM at the time, and they used to start the news uh, right before him, and then he would come on at 12.30 or something along those lines. It was something revolving around the news. And I remember just being absolutely fascinated. That was the beginning of Fox News. Rush just didn't like the television. It's not something that he was interested in, in whatsoever. So his medium being the radio, our medium continue uh, to be the, uh, the radio. We're going to move along with as much talk as we can possibly get to today. Being out for two days, and with all due respect uh, to the uh, giants of the industry, uh, we will do uh, what is best uh, for us and for you, and that is to move forward and uh, do so very quickly. Now, uh, Rudy, there was some interesting uh, practices there for the... Ash Wednesday, I take it, that they had. I see you have a little sprinkling on top of your head. Yeah, the ashes this year, uh, the priest is not allowed to touch your forehead. Okay. And uh, so you go, and like normal, they just sprinkle it on top of your head. They take, like, the, the thumb and the uh, first finger, uh, put some ashes in it, and then they just drop it on your head. Wow, very interesting. Well, new practices all along, and I knew uh, D. Dowd Muska. Good afternoon. How are you? Well, you're right, <clears throat> Mr. Aragon. It's a it's a somber day, and I, I sketched out a lot of my thoughts. That you probably covered most of what I would say. But 30 years, I get my sister, of course, Rush Limbaugh attacked by his his enemies as being this misogynist. My sister was the one who got me into Rush Limbaugh, driving in and out of Hartford, Connecticut, uh, after college, and listening to him. And on a, on a on a different shift where she would hear him in midday, 
And I, you know, by 91, 92, uh, I was, heavily, of course, I was in Washington at the time. I was heavily, uh, a heavy listener. And I was thinking, you know, I, the most important relationship in my life spent 11 years raising my nephew, you know, no help from anyone, no help from his parents, no help from his grandparents. Just, it was all me. Um, if you added up the 30 hours, uh, or the 30 years of, uh, multiplied by an average number of hours I listened to Rush Limbaugh every day over those 30 years, I may have spent more time in the auditory environment with Rush Limbaugh than I spent with, Little the boy, seventeen now, who's the most important person in my life. I mean, that's how much Rush Limbaugh played a role in my life. And there were people, there were days when I couldn't listen. There were people who listened to him all three hours every day for thirty years. So uh, a force in my life, and uh, uh, a force in so many people's lives. Obviously, I'm a libertarian. We we had our disagreements, but uh, a man who larger than life, almost literally built an industry. I don't know that we would have what we have here if it if he hadn't uh, we wouldn't. spawned so many other operations like this. No, it? he saved AM radio. Yeah. I don't think there's another operation like this one, no. but he did save uh, many AM radios because at that point they were all flipping to FM and there was really no talk radio to speak of. There was a lot of... Uh, Mundane, ho-hum radio, yep. lifestyle radio. Absolutely. And if you've ever listened to lifestyle radio, it will put you to sleep. Un uh, you just and, and I know some people say, well, Bob Grant in New York and Jerry Williams in Boston, they were the originators. They didn't build the industry like Limbaugh did. I know they were kind of like John the Baptist figures that were before Rush, but Rush built the industry. Um, and uh, I had a lot of respect for Rush Limbaugh, and I, uh, I think I always will. 20 million people listen to him daily, and... Uh, I am a subscriber uh, to the Limbaugh letter, as I just told you. Um, the front cover of that, I think, was very interesting. God is with me, is what it what it said. And I couldn't help but take away uh, the connection between him and Trump, who didn't know each other for any more than five years. As you were all listening today, you know, you found out that a very late uh, part of uh, Rush Limbaugh's life, that's when he met Trump, which after 2015, the way he came out, You've heard all of these things, but what was really interesting is after the impeachment, and I almost feel like Rush was waiting to see what the final determination was going to be, but he knew deep down is that, you know, the president wasn't going to get impeached a second time, and he has that to walk away from, and he must have got great satisfaction from the vote on Saturday, but expected to see it go just exactly the way that it did uh, on Saturday, and I have to 5643 uh, with those seven... Uh, <laughs> I had another word for him, uh, Rhino Republicans <laughs> walking away, but Donald Trump must have talked to him immediately following the impeachment. And that left me at peace for what those two men have done so much for the uh, political future here of this country. And I hope that uh, each and every one of you uh, take a little bit of that away today. And, and you're not uh, alone in, in this. Uh, one Andrew Breitbart, who's a bit more of a libertarian than most people would let on, uh, actually had his own... Uh, inspiration. Now, Breitbart lost his life very early. His last broadcast was two days before he died, and it was right here on these very airwaves on AM 1600 KIVA, sitting in for the uh, then Dennis Miller. I used to play Dennis Miller twice a day. Uh, Dennis Miller was that good, uh, but Breitbart sat in him for two weeks, and this was prior uh, to CPAC and when he was going to go ahead and uh, come back to Los Angeles. And I have to tell you, this is uh, absolutely amazing when he shared his his experience, if you will, of, of Rush Limbaugh. One day I asked my future father-in-law, Orson Bean, why he had Rush Limbaugh's book, The Way Things Ought to Be, on his shelf. I asked him, why would you have a book by this guy? Breitbart asked, and Orson said, have you ever listened to him? I said, yes, of course, even though I never had. 
Breitbart said, I was convinced to the core of my being that Rush Limbaugh was a Nazi, anti-black, anti-Jewish, and anti-all-things-decent. Remember, this is Andrew Breitbart. In my opinion, the greatest conservative of the uh, 21st century thus far, young conservative. Without berating me for disagreeing with him, Orson simply suggested that I listen to him again. This is where my rendezvous with destiny begins. I turned on KFI, the great KFI 640 AM out of L.A., to listen to Evil Personified from 9 AM to nude. Indeed, my goal was to derive pleasure from the degree of evil I found in Rush Limbaugh. I was looking forward to the jovial discussion with Orson to confirm how right I was. One hour turned into three. One listening session into a week's worth. And next thing I knew, I was starting to doubt my pre-programmed self. I was still a Democrat. I was still a liberal. But after listening for months while putting thousands of miles on my car, I couldn't believe that I once thought this man was a Nazi or anything else. I couldn't even yet accept the premise that he was speaking my language. I marveled at how he could take a breaking news story and offer an entertaining and clear analysis that was like nothing I'd ever seen on television, especially the Sunday morning shows, which had been my previous one-stop shop for political opinions. Most important, though, Limbaugh, like the professor I always wanted but never had the privilege to study under, created a vivid mental picture of the architecture of a world that I resided in but couldn't see completely, the Democrat media complex. Embedded in Limbaugh's analysis of politics was always a tandem discussion on the media. Each segment relentlessly pointed to collusion between media and the Democrat Party. If the Clarence Thomas hearing showed me that, something was wrong. The ensuing years of listening to Limbaugh and Dennis Prager, who at the time was also undergoing a political transformation from the Democratic to the Republican Party, explained to me that the eerie precision was exactly what was wrong. I swallowed hard and conceded to Orson that he was right. That was the great Andrew Breitbart on another great, the greatest of all time, Rush Limbaugh. Back after a quick break, I'll take your comments and thoughts if you'd like. Uh, the liberals are hard at it, doing everything they possibly can to uh, offer their thoughts, and none of them are positive. Uh, some of the most, most ruthless things, but what else would you expect from them? Myself, I'm a former Democrat. I understand uh, exactly where uh, they sort of draw their power from, and they continue to do it on a day when we should all be lamenting the loss of a great American, possibly the man who had the greatest political impact in the history of this country, and that would be Rush Limbaugh. 425 back and forth. Thanks, everybody, for listening, tuning in, recommended to a friend, AM 1600 KIVA. Listen to us at rockoftalk.com, abq.fm, and now rockoftalk.tv as well. Be back to check on weather and traffic with the... Great Rudy Grande in a moment. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train, unstoppable in any season. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. All right, time we put things together. I'm going to start with the weather looking like uh, the snow is still falling in the far north side of town and up into Santa Fe and into the uh, hills up north in uh, New Mexico. But here it looks like we're starting to see a little bit of a clearing trend out towards the west. That could be good news. But it is cold, 33 degrees at the Santa Ana store, 31 in Four Hills, and it is 32 at the Rock of Talk. All right, they cleared up the accident a couple of minutes ago on I-40 westbound, transition to the North 25. North 25 still running kind of sluggish as you make your way, yeah, kind of now from Montgomery on up to about Osuna. And southbound, it's really struggling from Osuna all the way to Comanche. Getting across the River Bridge is not too bad on Paseo, nor on Montaña. They're still looking like thumbs up all the way. And this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe, they always treat you special, but how can they not? Janice and George, the owners, make sure that when you come in, you're going to leave fully satisfied. Makes no difference. You can make an appointment at Salon Deluxe by going to salondeluxe.com. And don't forget to ask for Canyon Water. Salon Deluxe is your Canyon Water dealer on the west side. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 430 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA. We got T. Dowd Muska. We'll, of course, kill a bill today. And uh, also talk about the article that he put out on green energy. And uh, part of the big change also from the weekend 
was what has happened in Texas. So we'll discuss that. Thank God for fossil fuels. Uh, the sun that you're seeing right now, which is basking through the cloud cover, and we've literally had all week. It was funny to see the business outlook on the Albuquerque Journal to be displaying solar panels. I'm like, <laughs> there's not going to be any sun this week. Why do we care so much about this green new energy? We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show uh, as well. But uh, back to Rush Limbaugh and the liberals uh, giving him their, you know, so much class from these liberals, from these leftists, from these progressives. That's all they are. Class, class, class. But listen to some of the tweets that went out today. Feeling very sorry for the people of hell who now have to deal with Rush Limbaugh for the rest of eternity. Love it when I get to read good news. Frederick Joseph says Satan finding out Rush Limbaugh is on his way with a pick. If you're going to read one obit, read Huffington Post from me and blah, blah, blah. And that was pretty bad. R. Limbaugh was a cynical person who did everything he could to make the world meaner, dumber, and more divided. I'm glad he's dead, and I wish it happened a lot sooner. Listen to this. Happy Rush Limbaugh is dead, Dad. Didn't even get the chance to put my tree up. So you have to understand that when I tell you that this is the time for you not to cower and move back, but this is a time for you to remain steadfast and to push forward and realize the legacy of greatness, like Michael Jordan, whose birthday just happens to be today, uh, like the greats, uh, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, uh, when you relate it so much to sports, and I hate making those analogies, you will be happy when you're able to tell your kids, yes, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh. I remember when Rush Limbaugh. I remember all of these things that he imparted to me, and now I'm going to impart them to you. And uh, if you had the opportunity to download the app and listen to his great broadcast, which is something that I often did, uh, I didn't have the time to listen to him live or, you know, talk through the commercials with him. I would listen, you know, as often as I possibly could, which was not as often as you might think. I was lucky if I got to listen to Rush maybe once or twice a month or so, and maybe a segment or two. So not very uh, frequently for me, uh, just because I've been so busy. But uh, the liberals and the progressives continue to be absolutely disgusting, just like they were towards our president, who they tried to impeach twice and failed twice. Glenn Greenwald, the uh, great... Um, how would we describe him, Dowd? Uh, I think that he's 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 a bit libertarian, but he is a bit progressive in his policy approaches. I would say um, a principled civil libertarian. Okay, I think that that's uh, pretty fair. I knew that the, you know the right way to characterize that, but uh, nonetheless, uh, Glenn Greenwald takes aim because again, the Democrats can't substantiate what they have attempted to try to do to President Trump. And as we've been sitting here watching, and you guys are moving your way back towards the TV, and you're moving your way back towards the radio, and you're moving, oh, the coast is clear. We are left with this deep, dark void in the fact that we have neither one of our leaders, neither Trump or Rush. Now is the time for you to step up. You have to step up. I encourage you to do everything that you possibly can. That's why we built the app and the things that we're doing. And this isn't just me just telling you... Uh, slinging out our own product, which is pretty much all free, just go to abq.fm. Get connected to the information that we put out. Get plugged into the radio show. Start getting activated again. One of the reasons we got we, we, we got too used to thinking that everybody was going to do the hard work for us. Oh, that's okay. Trump's got it. Trump's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. How much did we hear this? 
Trump needs your help more. This country needs your help more. Republicans, independents, your children, most importantly. You want to talk about a why? You've got children. If you've got a legacy behind you, that's your why. Because you need to improve this world because the world that they're about to inherit with 54 executive orders, this Green New Deal, and ramming big government down your throat, and they will not stop until they have subdued you into absolute and total submission. They are not going to stop, folks. And I, I can't figure out for the life of me why no one's feeling like, you know, this is a very desperate time. And everyone's just roaming around like, well, they won. Well, I don't know what to do now. Well, I'm not sure which way to go. Well, they're going to destroy the country. Like, you're literally catching people. They're telling you that they're going to destroy the country. Like, well, I'm going to go to work now. Oh, did you watch the game this weekend? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and focus on my kids. You're not going to be able to do any of that anymore if you let this world go in this direction. That's why to honor the legacy of Trump and Rush and the great conservatives before you, and if the civil libertarians, perhaps the greatest one in the journalistic world, Glenn Greenwald, so incredibly principled that he won't even work for a media organization. This is a man who actually has a lot of similarities in his criticism, as Rush did, of the press. I mean, Heinrich, Lujan, they issued statements. Well, they're to their buddies, to their friends. We're going to impeach Trump because it's the thing that my party wants me to do. Based on what? Did you look at the Constitution? Did you actually understand, and I'll read that clause to you, Section 3, Article 2, where we can basically outline that a man should not be uh, uh, impeached other than to remove from office, and then comma, and, but no one's looking at that, excuse me, Article 3. No one's looking at any of that information. Glenn Greenwald outlines chapter and verse, line by line, and pokes holes in the entire story of the impeachment of Donald Trump. This is not a man who likes Donald Trump, mind you. But you understand what is at stake here if he does not poke holes. And you can go ahead and subscribe to his stuff. Same platform that we use, which of course is the Substack platform. Greenwald.substack.com and uh, Dowd will post a link later on tonight so that you can see this. But you need to read this. And your takeaway is simply this. There is no there there. This was manufactured. This is propaganda. This is Stalinist, Leninist, communist propaganda takeover here of your country. And you're not questioning it. And why? Because all that, all that, need, all that needs to happen for, for evil to persist is for good men to do nothing. You are a good person. You're a good man. You're a good woman. You're a good dad. You're a good mom. You're a good sister, good brother. You're listening to this radio station. That's an important thing. You're making a choice instead of saying, you know what, I'm not going to pay attention to what's happening in the world. No, you're going to pay attention because you care about the consequences. It's more than just you going and coming to work or saving money or attending. It's more about being informed. And it's our job to inform you like Rush Limbaugh has done for so long. His show prep, the amount of time that he had to take and read and really kind of commit to the structural integrity of his own thinking and question himself. He said, hey, maybe my bias is creeping in just a little bit too far here. Or maybe this is at odds with the foundations of our Constitution, our foundations of the country. You know, the way that the liberals and the leftists see this, if you were to ask them, they see this as a fictional document that they're about to completely and totally rewrite. That is not the legacy that we inherited. That is not the free country that we came into this world. 
I'm so incredibly disappointed when I hear the continued negativity and people just throwing up their hands and say, well, that's the way it is. Or, worse yet, the politicos, particularly here in the state of New Mexico, who want to contribute to the political corruption because they think it's a way for them to go ahead and get a leg over or they see their name in lights. Where are the good people? Well, they're listening here to this radio station. When we return, we're going to talk about small business and the good people who have started small businesses and the fact that they're going to get no relief, yeah, up in the state legislature. We have to address that. And, of course, I'll take your calls and reactions uh, to all of that right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, bbq.fm, rockoftalk.com, 438. We'll be back in four, and we'll talk about small business. Let's return. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973. For all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Attention, attention. 82 Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue label pricing on all Glock blue label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. 82 Guns is the largest stocking blue label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of McDonough and Coors at 82guns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144. Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890 890- 
390-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. As we see things starting to clear up a little bit on the uh, west side, looks like. Uh, still some patchy places with some snow. That's mainly in the north part of town and up into Edgewood and up into Santa Fe as well. I can tell you right now, in uh, Taylor Ranch, it's 38 degrees. Tanawan, 33 and 33 here at the Rock of Talk. Well, the, the uh, traffic looks like it's clearing up kind of as well. No more snow, so... Downtown, the pathway is moving just a little bit quicker now. I can tell you, I'm 40 westbound, though. I'm Yeah, westbound. That still looks okay over the river bridge. And they cleared an accident, I-40, to the north 25. Well, this traffic report brought to you by the biggest humidor in the southwest, Monty Cigar Shop. They are on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Have you seen this thing? Seriously, if you've not seen this humidor, you've got to go into Monty's. they got the biggest uh, selection of... Uh, Cigars, blends, prices, you name it. And Matt and the crew, they can help you find the cigar you're looking for. Monty Cigar Shop, easy to find. San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 443 here in the Kiva as we embark upon a post-Trump, post-Rush world. Your country needs you. Your community needs you. Your conservatives need you. Your children need you. And we love to have you here in the Kiva every day from 4 to 645. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Thank you. This is Steve. Hi, Steve. Uh, I have a comment on Breitbart right now. It's in sixth place out of 7,000. Oh, um, okay. Go ahead and share it. This is uh, Steve well, Chavez. Long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't just uh, just give us the synopsis of it. What makes it uh, so high ranking? Well, Why are so many people liking it? If you notice the ones, if you guys open it up, Breitbart.com, just go. It's the leading comment or leading article. I'm in sixth place now, and you have okay. to understand how to work this discus comment system okay. to get that high. Can you if give I us the comment? It doesn't make much. Uh, yeah. It doesn't make much difference to us. I mean, good for you. Congratulations okay. if that's what you're after. But it doesn't make much difference to me where you're at in the comments. Other, if I don't know what your comments okay. are, so tell me what it is. Here it is. Uh, not the, the whole thing. Voice. Just not the whole it's thing. Just give rough. me the gist. Yeah, just like the first sentence, and then I'll get into it later uh, after this. This is what I wrote for Rush. 
the golden voice, meaning, you know, the golden microphone, the golden voice which sang like the strad, an encyclopedia of knowledge, reason, unwavering patriotism. And then it got into what I called him many times in the 80s when he started and I called him and I called national radio shows all the time and that I could get on my radio and I would call him in. They would later call me to call in so I wouldn't have to be spending long distance money. Uh, so uh, I warned Rush when he first started about the communist party and their connections to the KGB and what I've talked about before months ago about Council, New Mexico Peace Council and the KGB. I warned him about it and he knew quite a bit about all of what I was talking about already. And so I would call him just about updates of, of the meetings that I was going to. I knew how to get on. Uh, if you don't get on at the very beginning, you might as well forget about it. So I knew there was a delay and I would only have the last number ready to push. And as soon as I heard that music at, on the hour, I pushed the number and I would get on. And I did the same thing with Larry King. Rush never had guests that I could talk to, but Larry King did. And I talked to world leaders, presidents, are like secretaries of state here in the United States. And so Larry King, but if I called when he didn't have a guest and I said communist, he would hang up on me immediately. That would be but Larry King who hung up. up on you and uh, not Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make that clear for our audience. Yeah. Okay. Rush well, Steve, never we, hung we, up on me. Steve, we should have you back in into the Kiva. You spent a considerable amount of time with us one afternoon. I'm very sorry for your loss. I know that you've lost one of your best friends in Rush. Uh, so many yeah. people out there feel just like you today. Uh, you've had that right. personal relationship to the other side of the microphone. So uh, it, I, I understand and I, f I completely feel your loss today. But uh, we'll definitely well, have to have you back in uh, to the yeah. Kiva since uh, I know that the communists uh, have literally not just taken over the Democrat Party but are now, I think, uh, at the gate of taking over uh, this entire country. And I get scared every single time that I see Kamala Harris standing right behind Joe Biden uh, as uh, as he is up at the podium. So we'll reach back yeah, out to you. Text me directly, yeah. Steve. I've got to take other calls. A lot okay, of people want to you. get in today, but text me directly, and I'll reach back out to you. Thank you so much, and I'm so sorry for your loss. 550-5500. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I started listening to Russ. Like, I was 12 years old, going to work with my dad. I'm uh, definitely going to miss the guy. He uh, had a great show. Uh, Liberals hated him because he uh, he was a fly in the ointment, you know. Like he uh, he picked them apart and dissected them like no one else, and uh, that's why they hate him. Um, now, in regard to people celebrating his death, you know, these are the same sickos who celebrate um, the genocide of millions of babies each year. So you know these people are uh, yeah, they're real special. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, Glad I got to listen to Rush, and uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, we'll see who steps up. Yeah, those are shoes that can't be filled, as you know, but uh, you've got some great radio pipes yourself, sir, and uh, isn't it absolutely unbelievable how long you've had that connection in your life since you were 12, and I don't know how old you are, but uh, 
I can tell you that uh, we're probably somewhere around the same age, and uh, we probably have a very uh, similar upbringing in terms of uh, listening to uh, somebody speak so well, eloquently, and as you said, dissected and picked apart. What's your first name, sir? Mario. Mario. I'm, uh, I'm 42. I don't know how yeah, old you I figured, are. Yeah, I thought I figured you were. I was like, I literally said 42 in my head. I'm not making that up. <laughs> so, Mario, I appreciate cool. you uh, calling in. Uh, as always, there's a connection on the other side. Uh, we've we've got to move along very quickly. Uh, endowed, uh, step in on, on this part of the uh, segment because we've got to talk about saving these small businesses. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about what makes the lifeblood of radio without advertisers and without you patronizing all of our advertisers. Uh, those are small businesses. We don't have a radio station. So I want you to be absolutely supportive of the people who make this listening available for you each and every day. And I can't get to all the rest of them. So a bill to reimburse small businesses stalled in the first committee. What a surprise here in New Mexico. Cliff Cliff Pirtle was on top of this. Senate Bill 79. And uh, remember, these businesses, as he points out, have mortgages. They have rent that's due, gas bills, utility bills, college, uh, college tuition. So somehow it didn't get past the Democrats in Santa Fe The pandemic has absolutely devastated all of us, especially and in particular these small businesses. And P&M has a bigger, more bleeding hearts somehow, some way for these businesses. P&M is offering $500 in assistance. The average past due amount for small businesses and nonprofit is about $591. But I can tell you what, they're not going (laughs) to... They're not going to pay the uh, Kiva's uh, power bill, that's for sure, which is considerably more than what that is. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but our advertisers make that uh, absolutely easy. But here's what the Democrats are focused on. They want to stall out on this $200 million replanning. Remember, Michelle Lujan Grisham went to Washington, D.C. last week to go talk to Joe Biden to get her bailout money for $2 billion because she decided to play politics she decided to shut down the state of New Mexico. It did not have to happen this way, but it did. So Jacob Candelaria, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Dowd, is also thinking about running for governor, I guess, oh my. in the primary, if I'm not mistaken, his, his, wow. his dear leader. He's one creepy little dude. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I, he says, I fully want this $200 million to go out, but we've also got to be adults in the room and be the last line of defense to ensure that money is spent responsibly. Guaranteed, and this is out of New Mexico Political Report, is where this quote came from. Guaranteed, this is only going to go for their pet programs as it always does. When Michelle Lujan Grisham came back from Washington, D.C., I think she mentioned tribal money. She didn't talk about oil and gas because they're all about anti-fracking. They're going to drill, baby, drill no more here in the state of New Mexico. And while you are encumbering some of the worst cold, worst frost uh, pipes freezing... Uh, there's several stories out about that right now, and some of you are paying upwards of five to $1,500 just to get your pipes unfrozen, not to mention the unbelievable mess that it's causing. I have friends in Central Texas, and currently what they're dealing with is just unbelievable. In fact, uh, doubt at the bottom of your write-up, which we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about very, very quickly, uh, you had the frozen windmills that were taking place, yes. and it was a European-Italian uh, company 
who was spraying something on him akin to what they spray on the jet airplanes. Yeah, de-icer. Uh, yeah, de-icer yep. to go ahead and do it. I thought it was the most ridiculous uh, one minute and 11 uh, seconds I've seen in video. Yeah, and it shows how, uh, as we saw in Texas, and of course so much of, of, of the wind power in New Mexico is being built on that eastern portion of the state where there's so much more wind than in central and western New Mexico. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm not likening us to Texas because we didn't get hit as bad as exactly, Texas. Exactly, right. Um, and, I, and I don't in no way want to attach our, we've had some annoyances here, uh, you know, Texas has had deaths, uh, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, op- opportunize on what's going on in Texas, but over the weekend, starting Saturday night through Sunday, and even in the first few days of this week, I was looking at the PNM monitor that shows how much of your uh, electricity for all of those of us in the PNM, what's called the service area, and we're not really customers, ladies and gentlemen, because we don't really have a choice, right? <laughs> That's so, right. Um, you know, they boast about green energy, and of course, we're going to be 100% carbon fr- carbon free, and we're completely on board with all the legislators who mandated that, and Governor uh, Lujan Grisham who mandated that. Oh, um, right. Over, throughout the weekend, we were getting between, they say, less than 5%, which might have be, actually been zero. That's that's the lowest they show is right. less than 5%. We got up to 8% uh, from those non-emitting sources. So when we needed our electricity the most, it wasn't there. PNM claims, okay, they claim that 40, in, as of 2019, that 44% of their resource portfolio is uh, carbon-free. Uh, they were pushing out less than five for the first few days uh, of this cold snap. And, of course, they also, in, in October, as recently as October, we were getting, the whole state was getting 20% of our net electricity generation uh, via wind and solar. When we needed it most, when it was cloudy and cold and ice and snowing, they were dropping down below 5%. Just one more indication, ladies and gentlemen, of the intermittency and unreliableness of these energy sources that we're basing our whole future so for more on that article, go to rockoftalk.chat. Subscribe at rockoftalk.chat. You can see Dow's writing right there. We'll be back after the top of the hour Fox News right here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVA, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv. And make sure you subscribe for our daily blast at rockoftalk.chat. Back up to the top of the hour Fox News. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage, and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. 
When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. A burglary takes place in the United States approximately every 15 seconds. International Protective Service is your answer for commercial and residential security in all of Albuquerque. IPS will work with your monitoring company for fast, reliable response times. You can rest easy knowing you, your family, or your company is watched over by International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. better testing. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. The Biden administration says it's expanding and improving COVID-19 testing across the country. Even with an increased pace of Americans getting vaccinated for COVID-19, White House COVID response testing coordinator Carol Johnson says more must be done to ensure everyone can get tested. But we still don't have enough testing and we don't have enough testing in all the places it needs to be. The administration says it plans to spend $650 million to expand COVID testing for elementary and middle schools and homeless shelters. Another $815 million is being spent to increase manufacturing of testing supplies. And the CDC is investing $200 million on genome sequencing to identify, track, and mitigate emerging strains of the virus. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. U.S. coronavirus deaths are now approaching 479,000. Work continues to restore power to millions of Americans still without electricity from a massive winter storm from the Pacific Northwest to the south. 
Texas among the hardest hit with outages. Still no timetable on when heat and lights will be restored statewide as power companies and politicians squabble over blame. Several deaths in Houston are blamed on desperate attempts to stay warm. Fox's Jeff Manasso, more severe weather is working its way through Texas, the south, midwest, and heading to the northeast. Former President Trump, in one of his first public comments since leaving office, spoke with Fox News today about the death of conservative radio icon Rush Limbaugh. Three or four days ago, I'd call him just to find out, you know, his his fight was very, very courageous, and he was very, very sick, and, you know, from diagnosed, but you wouldn't know it. Limbaugh had been battling stage four lung cancer. He was 70 years old. America is listening to Fox News. Mrs. Coons, it's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? Says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour. Well, can we reschedule? Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Do you want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll notice. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. In honor of President's Day, Dell delivers delivers savings to help America's small businesses get more done. Office anywhere with up to 50% off high-performance laptops, desktops, and servers with Intel Core processors and top brand electronics. Plus, refresh now with flexible financing options. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash President's Day. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says President Biden has included $130 billion in his coronavirus relief proposal to increase coronavirus testing supplies and coordination to get more students back in the classroom. Because he knows that schools across the country need funding to satisfy some of the mitigation steps that are recommended in the CDC guidelines. The CDC is recommending smaller class size and mask wearing, but teacher vaccinations are not in the current guidelines. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki telling reporters today the Biden administration would support a study on whether descendants of enslaved people in the U.S. should receive reparations. Members of Congress have been discussing such payments on Capitol Hill in an effort that could compensate descendants of slaves and deal with racial inequality. A Florida restaurant is gaining attention for its coronavirus mask policy. Face diapers not required. Everyone welcome with a picture of an X through a mask. The sign posted on Facebook by the owner of Becky Jack's Food Shack in Hernando County, which is north of Tampa. Jesse Fox tells a Florida TV station that he posted the picture on social media so everyone knows the policy before they arrive to chow down. The sign doesn't appear to actually be posted at his restaurant, but the eatery wrote in its post that it's using the same policy that does not require a mask for customers and their staff. Face masks are not mandatory in Hernando County, and Fox says if they were, he would follow the rules. The CDC recommends that restaurant employees and customers wear masks as much as possible when not eating or drinking and when social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. C.J. Papa, Fox News. The Commerce Department today reporting retail sales in January were up 5.3% from the previous month. Officials say the $600 coronavirus stimulus checks played a role in that gain. Retail sales had slumped for the final three months of 2020. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. All right, let's get our two started, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. 
I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us. Boy, I tell you what, it's deciding whether it wants to snow, doesn't want to snow. I can tell you right now, in the north end of town, it is snowing, and it's really taking a toll on Paseo. We'll tell you about that in a second. First of all, it's 25 degrees in Los Alamos. At the National Hispano Cultural Center, it's 32 and 33 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, Paseo del Norte is what I'm referencing. That the westbound trip, no accidents, no stalls, but keeping it under 40 miles, actually under 35 miles an hour. Pretty much from uh, 4th Street all the way across the river, things will improve once you get beyond Coors Road. Though up ahead, you're going to find that about Kimmick, you're going to start to lose speeds once again. If you're in Rio Rancho right now, that construction zone on Unser between uh, uh, Cabazon and Southern, get ready. That's just going to be a slow trip with the one lane and the snow falling there. Well, this traffic report brought to you by... Live Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming, and they are ready to help you out in a lot of different ways. That salt room is just something you got to go experience. It will help with anybody that has any kind of breathing obstructions or anything going on with allergies. And at the same time, you can pick up your Canyon water from Live Spring at Salon Helena, again on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Turkey's macro aggression. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBA on your radio, rockoftalk.com on your computer, abq.fm on your app, and rockoftalk.tv. Now for Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple Plus, we're also, you can podcast us on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, as well as the Apple and Android apps as well. I'll read your text at the end of this hour. Everybody that has been texting in, 550-5500. Uh, we got D-Dowd Muska, hour number two. Dowd uh, has been at this for uh, policy analysis for nearly three decades, almost as long as Rush Limbaugh has been on the... Uh, I can't say I ever met the El Rushbo, though, in all my time in the conservative and libertarian movements. You have. My friend Kurt, actually, who actually syndicates his show, uh, he lives in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, he sent me a picture with him in Rush Limbaugh. A lot smaller than you might think, uh, by the way, about 5'10", 5'11", and, uh, but uh, nobody was bigger, especially on the radio stage. And uh, as we embark upon now, we actually have a deadline, a date with Destiny, Deborah Holland, uh, who is the CD1 representative. Right now, that is, at least until at least next Tuesday, and it uh, could be pretty much a slam dunk, although there is a lot of pushback, supposedly, that's getting some flames going. It could be the hardest task for the Joe Biden administration. Uh, folks, this is going to be easy. There is no way, especially with the level of identity politics that they're playing here, in this, and it doesn't make any sense about DUIs. It doesn't make any uh, Difference on uh, not passing the bar, right? Uh, three separate times. Financial uh, uh, shenanigans. None of this stuff is going to matter. None of this stuff is going to rise to the surface. Uh, Representative Holland of CD1, where I'm standing right here, and you are driving right here and now, her nomination hearing has been set for next week. She's got all sorts of celebrities behind her. Kerry Washington, I just found this out. Oh. Marissa Tomei. Very knowledgeable about yes. federal land policy, I'm sure. Yes. yes. Uh, so, But she's also getting the all the support for the uh, environmental lobbyists, especially those up in Santa Fe or San Fantasé. Indigenous peoples groups, environmentalists, outdoor business groups wrote a letter 
with their enthusiastic support for Holland's appointment, uh, according to the Albuquerque Journal. Okay. It also included the Sierra Club, Wild Earth Guardians, Patagonia. They cited her position as vice chair of the House National Resources Committee. Hmm, how long would that have actually taken place? A year no, and a half? Long. Two years? <laughs> yeah. Since she's actually been expert. first elected back expert. in 2018. A lot of experience. <laughs> yeah. Public Land Subcommittee doubt as examples of her experience that qualifies her for the secretary position. The other reason, here's the big push, given the Department of the Interior's track record of failing to consult with tribes or engage with the indigenous community, we've got to go offer some sort of reparations. This is uh, sort of to satisfy a little bit of the uh, liberal and progressive bloodlust oh, yeah. that we need to kind of come back. Now, money lust, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the land's policies against the better interests of indigenous peoples, we need to go to do some level of reparations. It's no surprise to see more senators raise serious concerns, our good friend Larry Barron said about Congressman Holland. New Mexico's leaders may turn a blind eye to her radical ideas, but those who fight for our energy workers now know there's too much at stake for our nation. I guess this would be a good time to, very quickly before we talk about an election or anything else, just talk about uh, what's happening with winter and this frigid cold. I mean, you're looking at right now, as we have completely eliminated fuel industry jobs. Uh, how many thousands have already been killed off? You got rid of the Keystone. You got rid of XL. Deborah Holland was front and center on all that, pushing oh, yeah. back uh, back in South Dakota on a lot of this. Imagine a world without fossil fuels. I believe Jaguar is the latest to say that they will not actually provide yep. another car past 2025 yep, yep. that isn't 100% electric. All electric. We'll what see. <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do at this point? So... Uh, Excel down south, uh, Roswell, Chavez County, that area, uh, they've had power outages in that area. They're nowhere even close. And Gr Governor Greg Abbott, well, he's got a lot of egg on his face for trying to go full wind. Uh, I guess somehow Texas Dowd has 20 to 25 percent wind energy. How did they even get to that? Well, With being such a huge producer <laughs> of oil and gas. When you make it the law, it's easy to get to that. Uh, you know, like New Mexico, many states, I think the only states left that don't have what's called a renewable portfolio standard, I think there's about maybe eight or ten in the in the southeast, the sort of Confederate states have, have not adopted those, but it's become very politically correct. Uh, even red states like Texas have adopted that portfolio standard. It basically means if you're going to generate power in our state, you have a minimum percentage that has to be generated by what I call politically correct power. And even Texas fell for this. There's a lot of wind in the Texas in in the Texas Panhandle. Oh yeah. You know, and there's and of course once you pass those laws, then the lobbyists come out. Their people are connected to jobs. Businesses like getting all those credits and perks. And it just keeps going along. And uh, if we're actually being practical about this, there couldn't be a worse time for Deborah Holland to be confirmed, <laughs> yes, given yes. the deep freeze and yes. the deep in the heart of Texas and yep. what's happening. I mean, these people are literally going to hate her and her job, uh, job killing ways uh, in the Department of the, of the Interior. Mm -hmm. So you have here locally there was a Albuquerque Journal stories about lines freezing left and right. I'm like, how do we even complain compared on what's actually happening in Texas right exactly. now? Well, in a green new energy world, in a uh, Energy Transition Act world, like the one that we live in, and you might remember her big push, especially against uh, drilling within a 10-mile radius. Chaco. Or was it, yeah, was it 10-mile radius or diameter? <sighs> From the center of Chaco. I think it's radius. Yeah, I think all the way radius, around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing to touch the sacred land of Chaco. I mean, this is money that we could all tap into. Energy that isn't going to have any sort of impact 
long term on what's happening there. And these people are starving out on their own reservation because they can't tap into it. And you'll find a lot of uh, pro-energy uh, Native Americans out there say, you know what, we're not on board with this. But given the way that the politics works, especially with President Nez and the rest of the the, uh, the uh, tribal uh, communities and the restrictions, we've been seeing it all year long, now for over a year. We are literally into our 11th month now. We are well within striking distance of a full year of these, this COVID-positive world where we've been shut down. It's actually been twice as worse on, on the experimental lands that the government was running, in my opinion, their experiments on on uh, tribal lands out there, but they can't drill out there. So is this going to be a little bit of bloodlust for the progressives and the liberals? Absolutely. Does Holland have any chance whatsoever of failing to be confirmed? There's no way. So it's going to happen next week, and here's the way the election sets up. As you know, I've made my declaration. I'm the only federally elected uh, FEC-registered, Federal Election uh, Commission registered candidate uh, that was as of last week let's say somebody else actually got their paperwork in i am fundraising i am doing all those types of things uh you can find me directly online my name eddie aragon so you can go ahead and, and look at that it's not an official election yet so i can say pretty much whatever i want uh at this time about the election that may not actually be so that's something that you need to be aware of but uh, there i am i've made my declaration uh Rudy, to this point, have we located a debate film from the Bernalillo County Republican Party or the State Central Committee at this point? No, from the other, from a week ago, no, they still haven't. Uh, Isn't that a curious anything? thing? I almost think like every single thing on Zoom pretty much is recorded for the most part. It's a click of a button, is it not? That's it. It's, I could have done it. Anyone can do it. It's a simple thing, and no, it is we were the told, standard we were told, with Zoom. We were told not to. Nobody can record, nobody can replay, nobody can do any of that. But they couldn't have stopped you, right? Or, or could they have? No. Their, well, their, their, why would we, why, if they told us not to, why, why yeah, would I? No, I'm saying if I they hosted to? it, is there some feature in the software that it would no. enable them to block other people? No, no, but we don't have the actual debate. And we did talk a lot about, uh, you know, the Green New Deal, energy, you know, gun control, all these types of things. And I think it's important for people to be able to participate, to get as much information as they possibly can. And uh, my good friend up in uh, Santa Fe, Mark Moores, is doing his damn best at this point to sort of break things out so that you, citizens, can have a vote in this election in the primary. As Kiva conservatives, shouldn't you be able to choose who represents the Republican Party in their primary? That would be the only right thing to do. Right now, the way that this thing sets up, once Deborah Holland gets confirmed, is the governor has 10 days to make an announcement of somewhere between 77 to 91 days. So ostensibly, we are, what, six, seven days away from uh, next Tuesday. Uh, We are six days away from that on top of the, so 16 on top of the 91. That puts us right in the 107-day range, uh, currently speaking. So if we're looking at a... 100 days, that's March, April, May 17th. We're looking at uh, June 1st, um, maybe the week before for this election at this point. But you don't have a choice. And right now, in my lawsuit, which there's nobody who really wants to touch it, touch it, especially all these swampy creatures, you should see how incredibly difficult it is to find a local attorney who actually wants to cooperate with me. Like, no, 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 we think that's a t- too smart, too good. We don't want to do that. So we have literally everything all drafted up, ready to go. But we've had uh, two attorneys basically bail on this whole thing because maybe they just want 134 people ultimately 
And these are prominent attorneys here locally. I mean, you can, three hands is what I need for the number of people who have turned this thing down. Maybe New Mexico doesn't like fair elections. Maybe they don't like open participation. I don't know. It's a curious thing. I want as many people as possible to be able to have a choice on who their next congressional representative is going to be. It's an important seat. The powerful politicians have come directly from CD1. But it is cutthroat and doggy dog like nobody's business. And I definitely don't think that I will get the fairest shake given what's happened <laughs> within the party. I think that that's a fair assessment, Rudy and uh, Dowd. So, you know, I'm going to encourage people as much as possible because I think as many people as, as possible should be participating. So Mark Morris is pushing forward. It got out of committee, six to five. And, of course, Jerry Ortiz Pino and a number of other Democrats, we did were able to bring two Democrats over to the Republican side and say, yeah, we want to go ahead and open this thing up so we can uh, create full and total participation. But this isn't going to go by the way of November. You think they're going to give me or anybody who wants to compete in an actual primary that chance to go ahead and create fundraising an entire year to make it correlate with the uh, city of Albuquerque elections? Linda Stover's already complaining about the fact that, no, 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 we, we, we can't do this type of thing. This is going to be too expensive. Maybe I would like to see this push through, and we'll have it in November. I'm like, way to go, Linda. Let's push this thing out till November. Interesting. Let's get everybody as much of a chance as possible to go ahead and talk about the issues, especially since this will be the first congressional election after the presidential election. It will be the first congressional election, you know, going into the sort of next sortie without post-Trump, post-Rush Limbaugh world. This is a very important election in a very blue state. And if you look at the record, if you take a look at the record, you know the number of times that a Republican has won CD1? We're 20 and 7. That, I don't know what kind of clip that is, but that's about pretty close to about 70%. 20 for 27 on those races. The only time that we've really lost is like the last five elections since back in 2008. They've rifled off a number of them since 2008. That's what we're looking at. Why have Republicans continued to lose CD1? Well, it's all about the votes. It's all about making sure that we have voter integrity. But I think more than anything, can you name me, Rudy? And I'm going to throw this at you, Rudy. You have no idea. I'm about to put Rudy on the spot. I want you to name the last five people that ran for CD1 from the Republican side. Yikes. Um... <laughs> No name recognition. Nope. I, Who was the previous person? I mean, the only the only one I can think of is Janice Arnold Jones going backwards now. She, she ran and she failed twice. She ran against uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, in 2012, and she actually did worse in 2018. In fact, uh, she did worse than a, a guy who didn't even campaign. She got 36%, uh, who I think Preem got like 36.5%. And there was another guy by the name of Freeze, uh, Michael Freeze. Michael Freeze, you might remember him. I think he, I think he and Michelle uh, Garcia Holmes, I think uh, performed at uh, forty forty one percent. Double check my math on that, uh, Dow. Yep. yep. Um, I, and that was, it was almost sixty. Deb got last time, I think. I mean, that was, yeah, yeah. So I mean, nine something. Yeah, and it was the highest election uh, turnout in history, of course, because it was the Donald Trump election. 318,000 votes. What's it going to take? How are we going to break this apart? How are we going to get the level of participation that we're going to need to go ahead and win this seat? Well, the more time that we have, these Republicans have, 
us Republicans have, the better our chances. But in this really tight squeeze of a race, you got to talk about raising money, name recognition, all the other things to get out to the voters when there's going to probably be somewhere between a 35 to 40% drop off of the presidential election. There might be, might be 200,000 votes. And Joe Monahan knows that I'm spot on on all my numbers because I've nailed them every single time. Might be 200,000 votes. You're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 190, 185 to 190,000 votes this next time around. If yeah. you're really looking at the total number of votes. Well, these special elections, I mean, they the turnout just plummets. Uh, it does. I mean, and, and what that does, traditionally, it opens up all kinds of kind of crazy opportunities. I'm not going to predict what happens, but the Ted Kennedy, the, the, the treasured Ted Kennedy seat in Massachusetts... Uh, in January, I think it was like January 19th or something, it was not a November election. He dies. Scott Brown, this complete nobody, nobody cared about him, nobody heard about him. He comes out of nowhere and takes what they used to call the Ted Kennedy seat. You know, that's an example of how crazy things can get with a special election that's not held on that, what, first Tuesday after the first Monday. Uh, the weird things can happen. Yeah, so we're looking at it roughly about 106, 107 days uh, from today is when the election will most likely be held. But is it fair, folks, for only 134 people in the Republican Party to be able to select who is for CD1? I still think I got a great shot uh, when it comes to that, being a second uh, or runner-up to Steve Pierce by one vote, or I guess if we count the vote. I actually have, Rudy, the yeah. official count that came, the initial one, uh, where it had uh, Steve Pierce at 55 votes and me at 54 votes. The one that probably counts the most. I would think that that would be. So. I mean, because then you have chance. Why would you find such a difference in numbers a day later. That just made no sense to me at all. Well, it wasn't a day later. It was four hours later. I don't and, care uh, if it was a minute later. <laughs> yeah. How can you have it that is, big a disparity? After nearly, t after nearly two hours. So, you know, I'd like to say that we're going to run a, a better, cleaner election, but I think uh, from what I'm hearing right now, uh, I'm not getting invited to certain meetings. They're not including me in things. So, am I? do I feel victimized? I'm like, no, because I get to talk to everybody every single day uh, from the uh, luxury of uh, this great microphone here in the Kiva. 550-5500. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Hey, this is Steve. I'm from uh, Rio Rancho, Flash, Albuquerque, both. Um, anyway, uh, no, it's not fair that this small group of elites get to uh, choose on our behalf. Um, so the reason I'm calling, obviously, here is... Uh, I'm a, I'm looking for a job, and uh, okay. so I get to see a job open. Well, no, I get to see job openings, and what I've seen that has come up on Indeed mm -hmm. is the Bernalillo County Elections Commissioner position, and I think no better forum than the Kiva to make to make people that are qualified. I'm not qualified for that position, but to make them aware that that's there and that's an opportunity to put somebody in place who's going to try to run a clean election in Bernalillo County. I think it's really essential to your winning. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. What's the most important uh, position on election day? Do you know what it is? The commissioner's job. No, it's poll watcher. Poll watcher. Every single one of those volunteers, they're the most important people out there. But, uh, Steve, I appreciate you calling in, and I think 100% uh, of the people, with the exception of the uh, people who are part of the state central committee feel that uh, they want to have a choice in who is going to represent them and it is very very unfair but you know most of the democrats are on board with this isn't it interesting how there's the uh, the party uh, leadership is is really lined up with uh, the majority of the democrats who don't want to see this break out 
I mean, that's an interesting philosophical line, isn't it? No, it's old school. Old there it school is. school New Mexico stuff. So, again, I'd uh, sure. emphasize, if there's anybody out there who's qualified to run that position, to apply for that position, to get involved, that's a great way to get us going. All right, Steve, I appreciate the uh, heads up on yeah, that. I uh, certainly do. 550-5500-525 here in the Kiva. Rockoftalk.tv. You can also sign up at rockoftalk.chat. Great blast this morning as we uh, put that out. Nice job, Dowd. And uh, good write-up. I'm really uh, enjoying those well. historical this day in history. It's a lot of fascinating stuff. Yeah. The French in Vietnam and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I think it's a great way to give people perspective, which is uh, something we need right now while the liberals and the progressives are rewriting history. Is the 1619 Club still going? Are they still rewriting all the history books? Oh, yeah. They're eager. All right. Uh, 525, back and forth. Thanks for listening and watching now right here in the Gila. We'll be back with uh, Murder Mike, and we'll do a Kill Bill segment uh, at the same time. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle at Sunny Side Up. It's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. 
Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It is uh, on and off snow throughout Albuquerque. I can tell you the worst uh, hit seems to be up in the foothills. That makes sense, right? I can tell you also that it is uh, 33 degrees pretty much from Haynes Park to Altura Park here to the Rock of Talk. So it's staying pretty steady that way, too. All right. Uh, as we look at the drive, it's still struggling on Paseo. If you're making your way westbound, basically from 2nd Street past the river, under 30 miles an hour. A lot of that is because it's that intermittent snow that's coming down and people get really afraid over that river bridge. Understandably so. You can understand why they do so. That's why they're going so slow. Right now getting across I-40 westbound. Looks like that trip is okay from the Big Eye all the way out to Coors Road. But I will tell you, you have a couple of stalls. The closer we get to the canyon roads, get ready. That's either the cars are stalled or people are just too afraid to get into the, uh, into the, into the uh, canyon. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. They've got the biggest selection, nearly 2,000 types of cigars there. And great prices as well because they got that big, huge, large humidor. you got to go into Monty Cigar Shop and ask for Matt or any of the staff there. They'll be glad to help you with the best cigar that's going to fit what you're looking for. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. A Kill Bill segment. Uh, we'll put them together. It's a uh, murderous time here. I think uh, we set the record uh, now, I think, officially, because we uh, racked up a couple of more uh, deaths, I believe, in January. So now we're up to 16. And I think we're on 23, maybe, maybe 26, uh, if they count those three. I don't know if my numbers are wrong. I don't know if we're 20 to 23 or 23 to 26, uh, depending upon how they're going to count uh, those uh Three people just up the road here, Dowd, uh, but we want to kill something different. We want to kill a bill up in Santa Fe, and uh, Dowd targets one at least every day during the session. This will continue until March the 21st, right, Dowd? I, I think that's today. The good news is that tomorrow is the last day in which they can submit bill drafts. Okay, So fine. we have the final limit as of tomorrow. We don't know what the ultimate outcome of all those bills will be, but they can't create any more problems for me, as of tomorrow. <laughs> well, how bad has it been so far? I mean, this one that didn't get uh, out of committee for the bill to reimburse small businesses, that's one that should have never been killed, given the brunt of the pain that New Mexico businesses have taken on, the small businesses. And this was a good bill, Senate Bill 79 by Pirtle. The Senate Tax, Business, and Transportation Committee uh, met, and they took no action on the bill. So there's going to be no relief for small businesses. 
$2 billion, nothing mentioned for small business, but... Hey, let's try to kill one of theirs since they're so good at killing all of ours. Yeah, I mean that Pirtle bill, of course, was a, a, a what Senator Pirtle called the small business reparations tax credit. And I think one of the reasons it's not uh, going to go anywhere is that Pirtle was raising this issue of, hey, now I wouldn't have called it the small business reparations tax would credit. I, I would have been maybe small business lockdown reparations tax credit um, because uh, somebody was also referring to it as the pandemic tax credit. No, 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 Pand- pandemic. It's a germ. It's a germ. The virus is a germ. Government policy is what hurt our economic situation in, in New Mexico. So, um, yeah, they didn't want to, they didn't want to help him out, and he's a Republican, so he must be evil because maybe he's even a Trump supporter. So we can't we can't do that. They'll take the billions from Washington and hand that out to individuals and businesses in, in New Mexico, but not not as tax and credit. Tribes. And, and tribes oh, and, and ETA uh, benefits as uh, well. Now, now I'm glad we're we're bumping up against the murder Mike segment because my kill bill today relates Ooh. to crime. And it basically, uh, I think the the overall impact of this bill would be to criminalize people who are not committing any kind of offense that any rational person would perceive as an offense. This is Senate Bill SB 224. It is sponsored by Antoinette Cedillo-Lopez, a woman who believes she's going to be the next federal representative uh, uh, here in New Mexico. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll see whether that actually happens or not. It's a gun control bill. And let me just read you some of the language. It criminalizes a firearm owner uh, if he or she stores or keeps a firearm, firearm in any premises unless, unless the firearm is secured in a locked container or secured by a gun lock or other means yeah. so as to render the firearm inaccessible or unusable to any person other than the owner or other authorized user. Uh, I've always wondered, folks, about the you know keeping all your weapons in the gun safe or the trigger locks. Yeah. Somebody barges in your house in the middle of the night seconds matter, you know, why would you want to... Anyway, uh, if that owner of a weapon knows or reasonably should have known, now now we're getting into pre-crime, you know, anticipate other people's actions, uh, knows or reasonably should have known that a minor or an at-risk person or a prohibited person person could gain access uh, to that firearm than that owner or authorized user, and they failed to secure it in the locked uh, containers, such and such, uh, they are uh, 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 guilty of a criminal offense. Now, the New Mexico Shooting Sports Association, um, a lot of people don't know that's the local chapter of the national organization. That is the Gun Manufacturers Trade Association. So we're not talking about the NRA or Gun Rights for America, any of those lobbying by the private individuals, the gun owners. This is the right. industry itself. And, you know, they tend to be much more careful than the NRA or Gun Owners of America, you know, sure. their trade association. Uh, their actual language relating to this bill, it would, quote, Tell you what you can and can't do with a firearm in your own home by imposing government mandates on how exactly your firearms are stored. And they followed up with this even more forceful quote. Uh, The bill is entirely unenforceable unless police will go door to door inspecting firearm storage in your home. It is impossible to know who is and who isn't complying uh, with the law. The bill is entirely unnecessary. And get this, folks, because it is already a crime to place a child in a situation that endangers their life. This bill only seeks to demonize firearm ownership and scare people away from choosing to protect their family with a gun. Once again, this is SB 224. We have not done any gun control bills yet, so I wanted to bring this one up. Uh, this one is uh, supremely stupid, ladies and gentlemen. And as a gun owner, uh, I'm not a hunter or, or a practitioner of target practice. I just have it for home home security. Um, this one kind of hits home for me, and I think it probably does for a lot of you, too. You can practice a lot of dry firing. Uh, I do dry you know, fire, yep. Yeah, yep, I, would, I uh, would go through scenarios in your brain. Yep, yep. You don't necessarily have to go to the range, because uh, most likely 
whatever you will encounter will be within 10 feet or I should say non-safe COVID distance. Exactly. You know, exactly. That, uh, and if any of you, uh, I don't know, left-wing activists, Antifa, or just garden variety methods, you know, you're coming after me, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to meet my 40 caliber Glock. Uh, hopefully this bill will die and it will not criminalize people like me who have zero intention of locking my weapon up or putting a trigger lock on it because when I need it, I'm going to need it. Uh, it's SB224 and uh, get online, folks. Check it out and fight this bill. You guys have such great comments. I can't read. Uh, wait, this one I have to read right away. Uh, Audrey texts in, the lock container is my house. <laughs> yes. That's just so perfect. Uh, before I got off social media, I saw someone put up a picture that said, that locked door is not to protect uh, me from you. It's to protect you from me. <laughs> uh, by the way, Canada is expected to pass sweeping gun reform legislation, this from Brian, including a measure that allows municipalities to ban handguns outright. That's great. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the new measures on Tuesday, a sweeping package that builds on a ban of more than 1,500 assault-style firearms. He said in a news conference uh, yesterday that the country would move forward with a buyback program in the coming months, as they normally do, as Mayor Tim Keller has done, as the state police, as APD has done. Absolutely ridiculous. And uh, we got to also uh, have to talk about uh, the PC police, uh, the Civil Rights Act. We want to talk about that. We'll do that during our third hour. Also, uh, Detective and Officer Sean Willoughby wrote me earlier. I want to get this out. Uh, ha hashtag don't handcuff cops. You want to uh, hashtag don't handcuff cops to 52886. 52886. You want to hashtag don't handcuff cops to 52886. Please send everyone you know. It's a new campaign addressing the new flurry of anti-police legislation that uh, we have seen. We're going to legalize it, and then we're going to take everybody's guns away. And I guess maybe they just want to watch the fun and the fireworks here. I'm not really... Uh, too sure. Now for our Murder Mike portion of the segment. Uh, speaking of crime and your ability to uh, defend yourself, a nice uh, dovetail into this. Uh, we've got uh, Murder Mike uh, here, the man, the stringer, uh, who is tracking what's happening on the scanners. Murder Mike, how are you? Uh, even think about taking my gun because it's with me everywhere I go and the minute they go through that door then it's uh, it's game time so it's lock and load <laughs> yeah, and you are in the war zone or more uh, politically correct call it uh, the international district the international district aka the war zone and that's what it is and that's what it will always be so I mean you know I, I can't help but uh, think that's a little bit uh, humorous the way they can change the name and make all the uh, bad things go away so well, when, maybe we can get some gentrification going on in the in that part of town at some point and uh, turn this little old bungalow for 50k into a $500,000 masterpiece but what's going on we've got uh, these three people who uh, I guess suffocated in their car carbon uh, monoxide poisoning in the car what happened there well, uh, you're talking about the event that happened last night on Chantel Southwest. They, they found, found three individuals that were deceased. Um, they're being pretty tight-lipped about it, but so I'm not sure whether they suffocated in their car or whether they were in a residence. I'm working on trying to get a little bit more uh, detail on that. So, but According there was to APD last night... 10,900 block of Crandall. Uh, Crandall, anyway. Crandall. Yeah. I couldn't read my own writing. three deceased individuals in his rental property. They said the caller found a deceased individual inside the caller that was parked in the garage. So they're in the house and in the car in the garage. Uh, when officers arrived at the scene, they found a deceased male and female inside the residence as well. 
The cause of the death of all three individuals is undetermined at the time. So, um, I don't know, murder-suicide? Uh, we don't know how the other two actually uh, died. So if there's two people individually in the house and one uh, who's uh, carbon monoxide poison, I would imagine it could be a murder-suicide. It could be. Uh, you know, they, they could have had the oven on or and somebody went out to the car to warm up. It could have been the fact that maybe the heat wasn't on in the house or they had something going. There's so many different scenarios that could play into it, so they're really going to have to wait. Once again, it's going to be up to the medical investigator to determine cause of death, but they are treating that as a homicide right now, to okay. the best of my knowledge. So, and uh, what's the number that we're at right now? Uh, uh, boy, let's see, 16, 17, 19. We're, we're between 20 and 22 way I count it. Okay. We, have, we had just one more just now that, that happened uh, maybe five minutes before I went on airtime oh. on Hotel Circle. Oh, wow. So, Tell us uh, what's going on. That's, uh, is that uh, the, are the, the hot spot these days, Eubank and I-40? You uh, make an eye for either Ramadi and all those hotels in there. What they do is they do drug deals in those rooms. And either uh, sometimes it's an unsuspecting buyer that goes to a room, gets robbed, rolled, and killed. But um, 90% of the homicides, especially the ones that are happening in that area, are drug-related. So um, that has a lot to do. So the drugs, the, especially the methamphetamines, and the drug dealing is, is direct correlation with the uh, amount of homicides that we've been having. All right. Okay. What so, else is going on? What's on the scanners over the weekend uh, during the Valentine's Day weekend? Any, well, we any lovers' we, quarrels? <laughs> <laughs> not to turn fatal. At least not that I that's know good. of. That's good. We did have a couple of shootings. But, uh, again, this is one of those situations where the APD was called to, once again, the uh, Motel 6 up on Coors and I left reference shots fired. They got there. They they found a, a, a vehicle speeding the scene, fleeing the scene, and they found a pool of blood and, and cartridges, but no victim. And this is it's hard to explain, but lots of times people will throw the victim in the car, take them to an ER, and throw them into into the ER and and and, and book it, book it, shall we say? So, and, uh, was you know, there, I know you traff. Uh, track the ambulance and the hospital traffic as well, but uh, uh, I don't know that anybody... Do you know if anybody was admitted? Uh, not within, what you not, not within 30 to 45 minutes. Usually after that kind of particular time range, it means that the person may have been taken to an out-of-town hospital, or he maybe wasn't hurt very bad, and they just dumped to treat the wounds at home. Alright, you got to stop moving around on that mic, bro. Seriously, it just... Am I, am I spinning on it? it? It's rubbing. Don't touch it. Do not touch it. Don't move your head so much. You got you to gotta keep it there so we, we got you. There we go. I, I can't see, so... Um but, okay, um, I, yeah. we, we can't, I can see you, so I'm just like, oh, you know, just don't shake and back. It didn't and break forth. your camera yet. I, I do want to point out one thing. <laughs> if I don't break it, nothing will, Eddie. Yeah. Um, one thing that uh, really caught my attention last night, and I think it, it's, it bears uh, mentioning, was the fact that uh, last night, probably a little after 8 o'clock, a seven year old little girl was admitted to the emergency room in a local hospital. I'm not saying which one, but uh, with signs of um, uh, being abused and not only had the signs were the signs fresh but there was also signs of abuse dating back so there was a history of it and uh, on top of this and this is what blew me away paramedics noticed that this girl this a seven year old girl had uh, what appeared to be an old gunshot wound 
A little seven-year-old girl had a gunshot wound? Is that what you said? And that was identified by paramedics. And they're the ones that told uh, the nursing staff at the, this particular hospital to notify the police department. Okay. So APD was dispatched and went to the scene. After that, this is going to be covered up so fast and so quick because how can you, how can a little girl have me? Was there any follow-up on that at all, Mike? Did you get any more information? Yeah, uh, after that was okay. dispatched, all of a sudden that went quiet and they didn't say a word because they okay. knew they screwed up. <laughs> well, good stuff, Mike. Thanks for the report. Uh, we're going to work with your mic uh, tomorrow because yeah, sorry about that. It's, uh, it's wrapped around your head and your head's shaking back and forth. Uh, with every word that you say, so we're gonna we're gonna try something a little bit different tomorrow. We don't have you up on screen because your feed is bad, but uh, um, right. we certainly have the audio. Again, we appreciate all your work that you're doing out there, and stay on the uh, string up those scanners for us, won't you? You're on it all the time. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate right. it. Good stuff. There he is. Did Mike say seven year old girl? Seven year old girl. Seven years old. Yeah, this is absolutely insane. So. There we go. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva. I'll read your text messages, everything from the beginning of the show until now, and there's quite a few of them. 545, back and forth. Thanks for listening. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403. Begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 
Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and am1600 kiva the kiva here in albuquerque and now let's put things together starting with the weather looks like the snow has finally ended here and that means we're moving towards blue skies bluer and bluer by the time we get to the weekend they say 55 degrees on sunday okay we can use that right now it is 32 degrees in corrales 32 at expo new mexico and 31 here at the rock of talk all right, uh, we got some stalls that just came up. This is going to be I-40 eastbound right after the big eye. Big yellow on their way to that. And also you're going to find on the westbound side of I-40 right before Carlisle, another stall there. A pair of stalls on I-25 southbound between Montgomery and Comanche. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. This is the home on the west side for Kangen Water. If you change your water, you're going to change your life. Now's the time to start drinking alkaline water. That's going to help you with a healthy part of living. And also at Salon Deluxe, just go and see that you can make your appointments online, and you're in the cleanest salon in uh, Rio Rancho, salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 515, let me read all your texts uh, very quickly. It's from the first couple of hours of the show. Get all your reactions. Uh, We'll start from the uh, bottom up here. Uh, Eddie, Rush inspired me 32 years ago to get active in politics. He made it safe to speak out. That's one of the great things about talk radio is... uh, you know, telling you that, hey, get in, the water's warm, it's time to fight. And uh, certainly giving you those uh, argumentative points, I think, that are very important. Uh, Eddie, I have not heard anything mentioned on the Rock of Talk lately about the Epstein controversy and all the names that were going to be revealed to people who were involved in the operation. Why is that? Thanks, Joel. All right, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, been pretty busy on a lot of different things. Nothing else going on in America. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing. How come nobody, how, how do we continue to talk about Trump at all at this point? You've got someone who's literally single-handedly decimating America. That is Joe Biden with uh, Kamala Harris at the ready right behind him. Uh, yay, Rock of Talk, we missed you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to miss Rush. I think that's the big thing. Uh, here's a cartoon or a picture of Joe Biden looking... 
staring blankly into any <laughs> camera. If you're going down a river at two miles an hour and your canoe loses a wheel, how much pancake mix would you need to reshingle your roof? <laughs> I've seen it before. It's great. Uh, I haven't seen that, but uh, we all need the laughs on a day, a uh, somber day like today. Eddie, it is such a somber day with the passing of Rush. The one thing he taught us was never be a victim and keep fighting for our freedom. That's it. Yeah. That's right. You are in control of your own destiny and make it happen for you. Uh, Suzanne says, I first heard Rush back on July 2nd, 1991. Wow. That's a uh, complete and total recall right there. That's a... Uh, Full spectrum domination. I was 27. I was at work when Catherine's voice came on. Then I didn't have makeup on anymore. AM radio was dying. AM radio stations were resurrected by Limbaugh. 20 million listeners every week. CNN audience is minuscule in comparison. A true pioneer. Sad day. Uh, Eddie, I have always loved radio. Rush was a good part of it. The Kiva has a lot to thank Rush Limbaugh for, by the way. I love you guys, too. Thank you, Suzanne. Yes, we uh, offered up the first 45 minutes of the show pretty much for Rush and... Uh, he's not even on this station, so think about that for a moment uh, as well. Oh, good news. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, indeed, Rush did save AM radio from those long-haired, maggot-infested FM types, as he used to say. I don't remember him saying that. People are sending us pictures of uh, us on Roku, Amazon Fire, and uh, Apple Plus TV. All thank right. you. Set up straight. Um, message from Jim. Jim. I first started listening to Rush when I bought an old Ford F100 and the radio was broke and stuck on the station he was on. Changed my life. Rest in peace, Rush. There you go. Um, God God was making that happen for you. Eddie, you're the local voice that is stepping up. Thanks, man. You have the voice and we will give you the input. Love you. Love you, too. Um, wow, Matt's got a lot to say. Eddie Rush Limbaugh was a friend that I never met. For the better part of 30 years, he helped me mold and solidify my beliefs. I had always believed in the conservative values, but didn't know how to articulate them to others. His dying had left a massive void. While he never had kids of his own, he created and inspired an army of conservatives. His influence has reached far and wide. Today is said when God calls for his talent back. Betty, lefties are such trolls. They are in shock if they don't repent and come to Jesus. Classless tweets for low-life twits. So oh, that's, that's perfect. Uh, it is up to us now to restore the nation. It is, and a lot of work. So much work to do. So much work to do. I cannot tell you how much work we have to do. Eddie, I'm so glad Michael Savage is no longer on the radio. Me too. I got rid of him the day he insulted Rush. The bitter, jealous loser couldn't hold a candle to the likes of Rush Limbaugh, Paul Harvey, and Art Bell. Thank you so much. Uh, Judith Texton, what I loved about Rush is his addition to politics. It was larger than life with gifts on loan from God. <laughs> Personality, I love that. I also treasured his indomitable hope for the United States. Absolutely. Um, no, Natalie is not a lawyer, the Liberty Lady. Uh, Mr. Jones said today that the windmills are just shut down. I believe that's Alex Jones. As part of the Great Reset, the ice is just an excuse. Austin State has been said it would be weeks before the power comes back. Sounds like old Depp is finally going to take the land back. Reparations. <laughs> you just said it. Uh, cheap energy? Gas and oil is the reason we are a first world country. As the first world collapses, the third world dies. Eddie, reservations are third works in many places. Third world in many places. Uh, Eddie, the establishment of both sides that don't want change and the least amount of thinkers involved is better for them. Eddie, you are basically the Trump of Bernalillo County in that you are an outsider of the establishment. They are afraid, especially the Republicans of you. Uh, Kevin says, 
Eddie, I'm heartbroken to hear about Rush Limbaugh. Even though I'm only 23, Rush has had a big impact on my life. Thanks for listening to us, uh, 23-year-old. That's awesome. Without him, conservative talk radio would not exist today. I cannot thank him enough for building that from the ground up. He considered his talent a gift from God, and I believe that to be true. Much how I believe that you, Rudy, and Dad are also gifts from God standing up for American values here in New Mexico. One of my favorite Rush quotes is, America is worth it. America is worth fighting for. America is worth not giving up. Like Rush before me and everyone in the Kiva, I will continue to fight for America and her values as long as I live. God bless you all in the Kiva, and God bless you the USA. That's Kevin. We now know how old Kevin is. That's awesome. NewMexicoLegis.gov. I don't know. I don't know what that is. That's just an element. The bill also has part that says that she is trying to make it illegal for parents to teach your kids how to shoot. Yes, I saw that. Send them to jail if they teach them how to shoot. Basketball? Um, no, guns. I know. Stop. <laughs> we can't. Sarcasm doesn't travel, uh, 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 translate too well. Uh, Eddie, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. <laughs> war, zone bor- war zone born and bred. Grove Street and Central. Oorah. That's awesome. Uh, Eddie, I heard that uh, I heard that the turbine, turbines were shut down and did not hear why they were. Thank you for the de-icing info. The ice buildup on the blades changes the shape of them and they will not rotate correctly. Plus, a change in the weight of the blade that is pointed down would cause such a vibration that the tower would actually be discombobulated. Wow. Yes. Indeed. Like a wing and an airplane ice buildup, the mixed wing heavier. Plus, it changes the shape of the wing and therefore it does not have to lower air pressure above the wing to create it. Thank you. And don't uh, forget, ladies and gentlemen, those drones and those helicopters that de-ice the wind turbines, uh, they're powered by fossil fuels. That's right. Uh, Eddie, I worked in the legal community for years, for years here in New Mexico. They're all part of the Uniparty. That is true. Uh, Eddie, 22 homicides this year. If so, we are on track for 167 on the year. Wow, that would shatter everything. Mega prayers, mega thoughts, mega dittos. That's awesome. That's that's the that's all. That's a great tweet. Uh, great great text. Let's see. What is all this? It snowed last. Oh my gosh! I'll have to read that. I can't read that that long. Eddie, I was brand new baby Christian. I was visiting my sister in Seattle. Every day we went on a day trip. It was the week of Reagan's funeral. We listened to Rush that whole week. I was, as Rush would say, a long-haired, maggot-infested, dope-smoking, good-time rock-and-roll, plastic banana hippie. <laughs> and what he said about conservatism was so eloquent and poetic, and it just clicked in my early days in Christ. What a blessing. Thank you, God, for Rush Limo. That's beautiful. Uh, wow, Michael Savage is king. Well, no. Uh, is not. Uh, that would be Rush Limbaugh. So we'll leave it right there. Uh, folks, if you've been listening to all the promos, Roku TV, Amazon Fire. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, as well as, I don't know, uh, your favorite podcla- podcast platform. We're on all those. You can download our app. That's the best way to get absolutely everything. You can get podcasts, TV. Just go to abq.fm. Uh, third our uninterrupted is coming up next. Thanks, everybody, for listening right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv. Third hour, lots to get to still, and uh, we'll talk about the PC police, Civil Rights Act passing. Uh, we'll also uh, check in uh, where that crazy little statue was of uh, DeVargas and whose backyard it ended up in. We still don't have all the information, but we will talk about it. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
investigating fake coronavirus protective gear. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. A federal investigation is underway into a massive counterfeit N95 mask operation, which authorities say led to millions of the fake foreign masks being sold to frontline workers. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. In the past two weeks, HSI has conducted multiple criminal search warrants and seized counterfeit masks in operations conducted in five states from coast to coast with more enforcement actions expected in the coming weeks. More than 10 million counterfeit 3M N95 masks have been seized in the operation. Authorities say they've also seen an increase in phony websites selling fake vaccines, medications, and personal protective equipment. More severe winter weather expected in parts of Texas and the southeast as a storm that's left millions without power moves to the northeast. Texas among the hardest hit states with many still without power. Power will not be restored fully, I would say, uh, probably for another a couple of days. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner, the snow and cold is now blamed for at least 30 deaths across the country. Conservative radio icon Rush Limbaugh died today of complications from lung cancer. Former President Trump, who awarded Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom, told Fox News the entertainer was sicker than many knew. In theory, could have been gone four months ago, really. He just he was fighting till the very end. He was a fighter. Limbaugh was 70 years old. Life expectancy in the U.S. dropped one year during the first half of 2020 as the pandemic caused its first wave of deaths. New estimates from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show minorities suffering the hardest, with black Americans losing nearly three years of lifespan, nearly two years for Hispanics. Health officials expect those numbers to increase as information for the rest of the year is processed. America is listening to Fox News. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Le Chantilly Fine Pastries in the Hoffman Town Shopping Center now has freezer-to-oven meals that feed four to five people. Green chili chicken cheese enchiladas. Green chili cheese mac and cheese is yours with or without bacon. Oh, and don't forget the pastries. Go to cake.theplacelike.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, when at 8348. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. All right, hour number three is starting, and I think we should put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and boy, it looks like things are starting to clear up, at least in Albuquerque. Uh, and that just means a really good-looking weekend up ahead. We should be around 55, they say, by Saturday. And i got to tell you, we need that right now because look at this. In Santa Fe, it's 25 degrees, 32 at Paseo Crossing, and 31 at the Rock of Talk. New accident happened about 10 minutes ago. This is I-25 southbound. Just as you're coming up on, uh, looks like, uh, Isleta, it's uh, in the left lane, and that's what's causing a huge backup all the way back to Rio Bravo at the moment. Uh, other than that, the only other bad trip is going to be on Paseo del Norte westbound, Kimmick on up to Unser. And again, no accidents or stalls there. Just a lot of folks heading in the same direction. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. I know the sun is set, but the next time the sun's up, guess what else is up? The dining tables at Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana. This is great. A breakfast, lunch, you need whatever you want. How about avocado toast, that chicken avocado omelet I had that the other day? That was good. Healthy, tasty lunch choices as well. Sunny side up on Manal and Louisiana. And you can catch everything at sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Everybody's song at some point. It is like this is everybody's 
personal anthem, right? <laughs> makes you think they're fine. Because they're every guy's <laughs> breakup song, right? <laughs> so dramatic. Yes, I'm watching the video. Yes, I'm looking at David Coverdell. Yes, I'm looking at Tony Katane. Yes, don't you wish you were me. Six in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Ergon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio and uh, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Uh, you can find us all those uh, wonderful places. Tony, I can tell you, the reason why we're playing this is, uh, yeah, back in, uh, what is it, 1989, White yeah. Snakes Coverdale yep. married uh, Tony Kittane. The, the wall fell and they got married. Those were the two, two big <laughs> events in 1989. <laughs> and I remember, I remember that. You were like, oh, my gosh, Tony Kittane all over that Jaguar? Like, who who would have thought? And you might remember her from uh, Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Right. Why do good girls like bad boys? You know, and then the, you know, the whole donkey thing and... You know, apparently that's uh, true to form, true to life for old Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> Him and his buddy, he never recovered from that. Uh, I think they killed a donkey in that particular movie, and uh, there you go. And I always wanted to go to that theater at the beginning of that movie. Oh. You know, because it had a hundred different cinemas, right? Oh, oh, yeah. And then the 3D action, which got one of them punched in the face. <laughs> I don't know. The movie was a lot of fun. Back when we actually liked uh, Thomas. When we were allowed to have fun, too. We don't, yeah, we can't have fun that's anymore. true. So uh, there we go. As always, uh, we'll just kick off to a wide-open uh, third hour, probably a little bit of music, a little bit of news, actually a lot of news, and uh, we'll sort of uh, wrap all these. So just I, quickly, Eddie, I, yes. uh, one more reason, very quickly, one more reason, folks, you've got to cut the cord, cut the cord, cut the cord, cut the cord. Um, I got a, a, a tweet directly at me this morning. Someone mm -hmm. saying, I want to cut the cord, but I'm a U UFC fan. I love the mixed martial arts. Is there a way for me to cut the cord but still see... The Roku. The Roku. Yeah. That's how I'll reply to him. Yeah, I said, yeah. I'm going to talk to Eddie because he's the tech guy. Yeah, so you can go through and find all the Roku channels. Just go to Roku.com. Uh, somebody texted me this morning, and they were telling me why they weren't going to download Roku because it tracks all your personal information. Roku is probably the only place that you should be watching anything at this point. So right. whatever they're tracking you, they're actually not leveraging you and using it for nefarious reasons. Right. right There's right. almost no information that you're sharing with them. So... Stop it. You've got to get it somewhere. You can use your over-the-air rabbit ears. But honestly, do you want to watch Night Watch uh, or Night Beats with uh, the Channel 4? Uh, Tessa and Steve. Steve's on his way out, by the way. I don't know. He wants to do more. His what is it when people come to New Mexico, they want to do more Hispanic-focused stuff. What's the lady, uh, Marissa Armas? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Has the she found a job yet? Uh, we, oh, I haven't checked in on her for a while. We should have a job watch for her. Yes, Just, let's do that. We, I think we should have like a little ticker. Day... Day 32 without a job. Uh, uh, on the issue of Social Justice Warrior, yes. ladies and gentlemen, the, the, one more reason to cut the cord. CNBC, which is the business channel, I think they're owned by NBC, and I believe, right. um, you know, they report on the markets and everything. I, I was looking at some of the early coverage of Mr. Limbaugh's passing away. Oh, This was around, what, awful. noon our time? Okay, leave aside, you know, Mark Ruffalo and, and you know, Hollywood, well, I, I won't call them what they actually are. Leave that aside. I'm just talking about straight bias, okay? Those people are idiots. They never listen to Rush Limbaugh. They just, it's just stupid virtue signaling. Here's the lead uh, by a story posted online by a guy named Marty Steinberg, who I'm sure has no idea who Rush Limbaugh is, probably never listened to a minute of the show. And I'm going to read it to you, and, and you tell me what's wrong. 
Rush Limbaugh, the self-proclaimed doctor of democracy who led the conservative media revolution by bashing feminazis, these are all in quotes, wow. environmentalist wackos, commie libs, and here it comes, and prominent black people. Wow. That's not Mark Ruffalo tweeting. That's a CNN straight news report. CNBC. Uh, CNBC. Uh, he's bashing prominent black people, especially former uh, President Barack Obama. I oh, listen I I to Rush Limbaugh probably every day when, when Bill Clinton was president. He spent two, and, two hours and 45 minutes every day bashing President Clinton for eight years. But that's not included. It, it was is He went after Barack Obama. I was thinking, you know, like, like I'm sure many people know, um, I've listened to Rush for a long time. Remember when he used to have on the Hutch? I never knew who the Hutch was. He would always talk <laughs> yeah. about the Hutch, yeah. my friend from the NFL. Right. And I actually looked up the Hutch today, and, and he would have the Hutch on uh-huh. to make a, a Super Bowl prediction. If I'm not mistaken, the Hutch predicted that the Giants were going to beat the Patriots yep. when, when the Patriots looked unbeatable, and, and everyone was laughing at him. And he Undefeated said, they're going to put a lot of pressure on Brady, and I think they're going down. Uh, he passed away in 2013. He was an American football linebacker in the National Football League, and he always used to call him a pastor or reverend. He was a senior pastor at Antioch Bible Church, in Kirkland, Washington. And he was? Friend of Rush Limbaugh's. Close friend. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was a rock and roller who played black music, loved black music, loved popular music in America the last 50 or 60 years. Rush Limbaugh let Walter Williams be his guest host. Many, many, many. Recently recently passed away, Walter Williams, uh, a black economics professor. This is how they slipped this stuff in. He was, he, was, he was equating prominent black people to feminazis, environmentalists, and wackos, and, and commie libs. He attacked prominent black people, not prominent leftists who might have happened to be black. No, he attacked prominent black people. That's CNBC. Uh, Marty Steinberg, you're a horrible human being, and ladies and gentlemen, that well, is one more reason why you should cut the cord. This is ignorance is yeah. what it is, because it, as every single person... Who follows Rush Limbaugh actually knows that the guy closest to him is a black guy by the name of Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. Not if his real name, by the way. <laughs> no, it's James Golden. But if people don't know that, if you don't know that, then you don't know, you don't know Bo, nope. right? You don't know Bo. <laughs> and I think you need to understand that uh, there was nothing racist about, I think they're going back to the NFL ESPN, Disney, Donovan McNabb. Uh, I mean, that's really what that whole... And I think Rush had a very prominent point, which was there was a real need to get a black quarterback to push... Because there was that whole bias that was happening. He called it like he saw it and like everybody else saw it at the time, but he essentially got fired for it. He did. You know, and I don't know that Rush really wanted to be there. But to try and compare him to the types of things that maybe Jimmy the Greek would say... No, you couldn't even compare that. I mean, it's nowhere even close. I don't think so, Rush had a racist bone in his body. No, well, I, I, you know, I, I, and Bo, he was very, very close with. Extremely. So, and um, I think Bo went off, I remember years ago, Bo went off to do some sort of internet broadcasting thing, yep. and it didn't pan out, and Bo came back. They came were right so back. tight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how close they were. By the way, we got our top ten clips. Uh, I, I did a nice little freeze frame. You like the... Joe Biden coughing. You always find the best images. Good-looking girl or Joe Biden-looking foolish. Yeah, well, you got to have that. Uh, by the way, uh, Trustafarian, uh, I like that, Dowd. Okay. Paris Hilton, 40 today. 40. Our little Paris is growing Yeah, so uh, she, she really has uh, a Michael Jordan, as they say, MJ, as he's referred to so affectionately, 58. Director Michael Bay, are, are we waiting for his next movie to come? Is, is he the one that's directing uh, Top Gun 2? Ooh, I'll look June 26th, I think he might be. I'm not. I'm not sure. He's done a lot of 
lot of good stuff. I like, uh, what is the, I think the movie that he did, I know he did Transformers. Joseph Kaczynski directed. Oh, Kaczynski, okay. Well, I know they're doing all sorts of things. Let's race through the news very quickly. Uh, by the way, we are forging our path to legal cannabis. The legislators are sprinting amid the pandemic to come up with a framework for regulating and taxing recreational marijuana. Uh, they want to tap it out, essentially, at 20% uh, down. But the legislature essentially has until March 20th to send a cannabis bill to Michelle Lujan Grisham. You heard it here first. Not only will it get onto her desk, it will be one of the first things that she signs. Uh, she is an enthusiastic backer of marijuana as a tool of economic development. <laughs> yes, folks. <laughs> shutting down small businesses, shutting down restaurants, and making sure that uh, we can go ahead and get the government in the game of dealing weed. Uh, no matter what you want to refer to it, cannabis, medical cannabis, the good herb, it's still weed. And uh, people need to understand that. And really, that, so. as more states, you know, I'm, I'm a supporter of ending the drug war. Sure. Um, as more states adopt legal weed, it's not going to be this great economic development driver. I support no. the bill, and, I, and I'm not going to make that argument because it's a weak argument. One of the things that has happened is uh, the government has done a pretty good job, both the state. I almost sound like somebody from the 50s, right, right, Rudy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the government. Uh, the, the government's done a good job. Like, it's like, which government? You know, the state, city. Uh, they've done a pretty good job of cleaning up the roads pretty quickly. Uh, you might want to wash your car tomorrow. Um, but uh, 150 delays and closures on Tuesday morning. Did you notice how beautiful it was when the sun came out yesterday? Then we got more sun today. That's the beauty of living in New Mexico. Not living in the hell today that is Texas or in the Northeast or in the Pacific Northwest where you get that type of uh, weather for an entire week. We get the undulations and the cold weather doesn't last very long here. Again, the lowest temperature ever recorded here in the city of Albuquerque is a high was negative six back on Ju uh, January 6, 1971. Uh, one of the big concerns for me, and I'm sure you're right there with me, Dowd, as a civil libertarian, uh, bill on civil rights lawsuits passed by the New Mexico State House. Yep. Georgine Lewis, uh, she is running for CD1. Uh, the vote uh, yesterday moved the bill from the Democratic House Speaker, Brian Egoff. No doubt he's behind this. And this is all about criminalizing elements within the government, and it's going to hold them. Like, Amy, you want to bankrupt the government? This might be the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, not making people personally or civilly liable for their behavior. And I think but it, this isn't going back. It's not retroactive. It is going forward. But essentially, the government uh, can be penalized up to $2 million for every single damage. I know that the lawyers are going to have a field day with oh, this suing the city and state. Full Employment uh, Act for it, the trial bar, no, no, no question. And don't forget, just, the, this is any deprivation of, quote, rights, privileges, or immunities that are covered under the New Mexico Civil Rights Act. And what are, we, what are we trying to add to the New Mexico Civil Rights Act right now in the legislature? Hairstyles. Hollywood couldn't make this up. I mean, it's, You don't it's like bizarre. my hairstyle? Two million dollars. Yep. Yep. You did not let me go to the bathroom. You restricted me $2 million. Discrimination. Uh, you don't have the correct... I mean, this could go to handicap. You don't have the... Uh, the remember that one woman uh, about four or five years ago? I think she was hired by an attorney to go to various public restrooms. Yes. And she was measuring every ADA single compliance. doorway. And then she filed a gigantic lawsuit. I think they finally dropped it, right, Rudy? I believe so, but I remember the story. It yeah. was a huge deal. So, uh, there you go. Um... The statue, gone, but now in somebody's backyard. Alan Weber, he doesn't know his head from his you-know-what, and certainly doesn't know where the statue was located. In fact, he thinks that 
he was misled. <laughs> Councilor Ron Trujillo says he saw the statue but declined to identify the property to prevent vandalism. Now, let me ask you a question on this. If you were to go into a private backyard to go retrieve that equestrian statue of DeVargas, should you be held liable? And more importantly, would you be held liable for going to retrieve that on behalf of the state? What do you think, Dowd? If you had to guess. Oh, boy. This is a thorny one. It's super thorny. Yeah. Because there's stolen public property... But remember, what side is the uh, Democrat judges on? You broke into somebody's house. You went into their property. Uh, they don't mind going into your property mm-hmm. <laughs> whatsoever. But you as a person, if you took the law into your own hands and went to go retrieve it, would you be held liable for whatever damages that you caused to break in to get that? Toss a coin. <laughs> There's no doubt that you would be. Yeah. The only person that they would go after is a person who's encroaching. It wouldn't be on the person who actually stole it. I imagine the value of this DeVarga statue would probably be in the uh, cool five figures at least. Oh, you think that much, huh? I would think. It's a, it's a public statue. Somebody had to commission it. It's uh, sitting out there in public. But uh, what is Councilor Ron Trujillo doing by not disclosing it? Isn't that a crime? Shouldn't he lose his job if he knew where it was, mm-hmm. but he wants to prevent vandalism, prevent vandalism, but doesn't tell the city of Santa Fe where the property of the city is? Isn't that sort of enabling the theft of that property? That's the way that I see it, Rudy. Seems like it. I think that it is. Uh, I think he should definitely lose One of the it. great joys I have is reading the Santa Fe newspaper on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. All the liberals up there hate Alan Weber. They hate, he's one of their own, and they hate him. Yeah. They want him not to run again. You read it in the comments section. I just enjoy reading that. Yeah. <laughs> 550, 50, 500. Oh, you're in the Whoa. Slow down there. Slow your roll there. What, what's going on? Oh, no. Yeah, I see that you're making the rounds on Free Talk Live. That, that is your favorite show. They just, I, don't they, have any favorite, I don't have any favorite shows. I hate them all. I hate them all. You love me. So what, what can uh, I do yeah, for you? Except for Eddie, I love Eddie, but what, I hate all the rest. What can I do for you, show killer? Well, lots of things, but I called on one particular thing, and that is... <laughs> <laughs> what, uh... David, what, David what? made... Show killer made me laugh. That's good. <laughs> this is a first. Make it quick, David, uh, before what, my laugh runs out. What what difference does it make? Well, I got a good David Coverdale uh, story, too. Oh, no, what, I've heard it before. You told me a few years ago. Go ahead. No, I... Did I? Yeah, what, you what did. You did. What was it? I don't, I don't want to get into this. Isn't a show about you? Is it a show about your comments about what we're talking well, about? Hey, I, I'm the show killer here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm upset that I ever branded you, sir. You have 30 seconds. Make your point. Okay. So, how does it change anything if you could sue for civil rights uh, in state court when you can already do it in federal court? How does it change something? I'm not following. Dow, did you follow? Uh-huh. I didn't follow, David. You, you, the, this, this, the, what the bill they're passing, to my understanding, uh, means that they're going to allow you to file uh, a case for a civil rights violation in state court, when previously you could do that, but you had to do it in federal court. They would not entertain that suit in state court, but the, but the, the end result is the same. You're either going to win or you lose. So I'm, yeah, I'm no, wondering. I see your point. I, I absolutely see your point, and... You know, hopefully you're going to be the recipient of $2 million for your rights being trampled on because the DA decided, I guess, uh, to not let you on a certain public radio station or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, but I think- killer, I, my, only, my only thought on this is that it, it, this enables you to sue 
under the New Mexico Civil Rights Act, which is not word for word the same as the federal Civil Rights Act. So I mean, there may be privileges and immunities, as I just said, if they if they add hairstyles to it under the state law, which they can't impact at the federal level. So it might not be precisely the same at, at both levels of government. All right, your time's up, uh, show killer. you got to come back tomorrow at uh, 636, all right? That's your time. You can kill the show off okay. then. Boy, he came in early today. He's on. I don't know what it was. It the, the show was too good today. He wanted to kill it early. I think that was it. Hello, you're in the Cuba. Go Hello, ahead. I want to talk about Steve Pierce. Hello, to the Republican. All right. Well, I dumped it. But if you heard us on Roku, you got it. That's the great thing. I can't dump Roku. I can't dump uh, Fire TV. Uh, I can't disagree with the things that he's talking about. I have no basis on it, but this is certainly his opinion. There you go. But uh, he wanted to fire. I don't know what he thinks I have to do. With it seems to be the hip thing to do. Uh, and I won't say this specifically when you're attacking someone these days. Sure. It's called accuse them of a certain type of crime. Elon Musk did that with the uh, uh, when they were trying to rescue those boys down in the cave in Thailand. Right. And yeah, remember, yeah. and I think that the British guy he was like in special <clears throat> air service or whatever, and he ended up suing Elon. I think over you know defamation. So, but there's one particular type of crime. Uh, that seems to be cast around along when, a lot lately when you're when you're trying to attack someone. In the old days, they would have called you, you know, a murderer or something. But now it's a, a different a different crime that you're oh. accused of. There you go. <clears throat> we won't say what it is. Though. Well, he got it. He got in. He was just like, you know, I mean, you can you can bum rush a radio show, especially mm-hmm. since it's on on screen. Is that is that the right? Yo, you know, bum rush the show. What what is the? Uh, <laughs> here comes the bum rush, or there's something like something like that. All right, so uh, the Gathering of Nations, powwow, uh, for a second straight year, no surprise here. Um, they're going uh, they're going full Kiva. We lapped ourselves now. <laughs> okay? We're lapping ourselves on, May, March, uh, on uh, the Gathering I'm of Nations. I'm trying not to laugh. On Balloon Fiesta, if, we're, yeah. if we cancel that in October. So one year wasn't enough to kill these no, events off, ladies no, and no, gentlemen. No, two we're years. doing two. Yeah, we're going we're going full throttle. The Easter, I mean, Eddie, you were so upset. I wasn't here most of the time last Easter, but you were so upset. And I think rightfully so. Traditionally Catholic community here in New Mexico, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about this is the first time in 400 years we're not going to have an, a, an Easter. And are, are we going to have an Easter in 2021? What if in I have my own powwow? Well, I mean, Ash Wednesday is today, so what's 40 days from today? What's what's Easter Sunday like? April fourth. April fourth. Whoa. Early morning, April 4th. That's I immediately break that rings out. Yeah. Uh, so the powwows. Oh, what if yeah. I, what if I have my own powwow? Will I be considered a racist for having my By own, your own property? Uh, will churches be allowed to have a powwow? You know. So there we go. Uh, no tribal deaths uh, today, right? There was uh, no no new deaths. Twenty four COVID cases, I think, is what we had uh, on the tribes today. So there we go. Um, the New Mexico Supreme Court, surprise, surprise, everybody, once again backs the governor's pandemic authority. They literally only work for her at this point. Yeah. Supreme Court opinion provides the detailed and updated reasoning for a decision in August that rejected a lawsuit brought by several restaurants in their industry. So, in other words, don't argue with us. Don't argue with us. I when I see the Supreme Court, you ever like see the uh, I don't know like the USA basketball team where they're all folding their arms? Like oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's the Supreme Court. <laughs> don't you think? I think the that's true the... wall in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we will get nothing done on behalf of the citizens of New Mexico. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, my favorite place to grab The Economist when I was over at Zimmerman uh, was uh, the, the subscriptions. That's a pricey publication when, you're a, kid, when you're a college kid. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the New York Times was free, students, and the Wall Street Journals was free. But 
still had to pay for the student version of The Economist, but if you go to New Mexico State University, what the heck? You don't need to read. They're getting rid of all 433 scholarly journals to save and shave about $800,000. So they think that they're going to save some money, and this is going to be uh, ultimately what's going to you know balance the budget, so to speak. They could have laid off like three or four bureaucrats for the same amount of money, but no, they're going to... They're gonna... Well, why not just buy a few Bitcoins? You know, Ooh. they could have just had a few bitcoins and take care of that bill. How come the state of New Mexico didn't, uh, in you know, the state investment council? How come they didn't get involved in the? I'm uh, unfortunately speaking of bitcoin. I'm down ten dollars on Virgin Galactic oh, over the last week. Ten dollars I've lost. Speaking <laughs> of uh, a virtual, uh, <laughs> they literally just canceled their launch last Saturday, right? Spaceport America Cup is going virtual, virtual for 2021. <laughs> Their partners, Experimental Sounding Rocket Association, the ESRA, uh, like a household name, <laughs> have pr- announced that 2021 Spaceport America Cup will be held virtually June 18th through the 20th. By that time, Virgin Galactic is out of here. They'll be launching uh, rockets out of Cornwall, England. Yeah, look it up, folks. The Spaceport America Cup is a highlight of our calendar year, and a special event for the local community looks forward to hosting. That's why we're doing it virtually. We want to make sure the students do not miss out on the opportunity to showcase their hard work. This is real. This is like a real email that came out today. So I get all the emails that come out from Spaceport America. And uh, Bob's your uncle. There you go. This was supposed to be the economic development facility that that was spurred on the creation of <laughs> thousands of jobs. Thousands. And their biggest event of the year is for college kids. That is right, yeah. Uh, by the way, Biden is optimistic on the reopening of elementary schools. He'll do it within 100 days. Do you know what 100 days is? Yeah. Summer vacation. <laughs> Perfect time. Anybody, anybody think about that? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, speaking about reopening, we should touch upon things uh, very quickly. Uh, I, I'm glad you're reading up on the Quay County Sun there, T. Dowd Muska. Yes. Uh, my old haunt. One of my uh, favorite Tukum and Carrie. Pow Wow Restaurant. Uh, Melissa Martinez. Uh, they were open for Valentine's Day. Uh, basically, after two, two hours after giving the uh, thumbs up, they were there. And uh, they were trying to keep it together. Now, Tukum Carrie's in... The uh, throes of becoming a ghost town rather quickly. Uh, population flight, not not a whole lot going on at, uh, besides the uh, Bluebird Inn. And uh, the K-Bob shut down, what, three years ago, I think? Uh, I was still open when I moved back to New Mexico, so... Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Up, look up on the K-Bob. The K-Bob down, yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong and on don't that, Don't forget, Tucum Carry, the original name, Six Shooter Siding. Oh, I love that name. Uh, also waiting to open up, the Isotopes. Cautiously optimistic. I like how all the sports teams, despite losing all their revenue, are, like, kind of okay with the shutdown. Have you noticed this? Like, the attitude is, well, you know, we're, gonna, we're $13.8 million in the red, the athletic program said. Yeah, but we still got to do what the governor tells us to do. Major League Baseball has told us to expect an on-time opening for the season, but that does not bode well for the state of New Mexico. Last week's news about, listen to this. Last week's news about Bernalillo County going into yellow was so encouraging. We kept monitoring the COVID numbers on a daily basis, and things continue to trend in a positive direction. But if we can't put people in the stands, which right now they're not going to be able to put anybody in the stands, there's no sense. They're literally saying there's no sense in them actually opening. What did I tell you? What the average uh, major minor league baseball player gets paid? Oh, it was like twenty-two thousand. Much lower than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they got. Uh, the, for the record, K Bob's closed in two thousand nineteen, uh, early March of two thousand. Am I so good? I just keep it just as an instant. Uh, That's the Yeti three thousand over there. Uh, no, I just remember <laughs> things that I pay attention to. 
Um, and that's the steakhouse you want to pay attention to. It was good. Well, they used to call it the KKK Bobs. They weren't too friendly, supposedly. The first thing I did uh, when I crossed the border three years ago when I moved back to New Mexico was I stopped in Tucum Curry to get my green chili cheeseburger at K-Bob's. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't know they served one up over there. The green. Have you ever done the green chili cheeseburger trail? No. Oh, that, oh yeah, the trail. The tourism kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, there's like, I don't know, 65 different places to get it. Uh, make no mistake about it, San Antonio, uh, New Mexico, that is the best place to get it. And it's not the from bunk the... Bunkhouse? No, not the Owl Cafe, the one across the... Yeah, the bunk, bunkhouse, I think, right? No, it's not Bunkhouse. It's something else. It's gigantic. It's amazing. Really good. You know, I'll tell you, for a chain restaurant who has a great green chili cheeseburger, like, the best one I can think of in town right now, um, well, besides, of course, Monroe's. Monroe, I love that. Buckhorn Tavern. Buckhorn, that's the one. It's huge. You walk in there, it's just it's like this big, empty cavern kind of area. You know, it's been a long time since they've been there. But, um, my gosh, that thing fills the entire paper plate. You're walking out. It's it's amazing. And I think Esquire, a number of years ago, had it as one of the top ten burgers in the country. That little, tiny place in, in, in San Antonio, Texas. The, yeah. the best place in the state... Is, so I would say second best is Buckhorn. The best place in the state is Sugars. Sugars? Yeah, in Embudo Canyon uh, on your way to Angel Fire. Well, I think Angel Fire is going to be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, APS Board is going to take up reopening plans again. Apparently, they're going to have another meeting. Uh, looks like they're getting a little bit of pressure, and uh, thank God. The board meeting will take place virtually at 5 p.m. tonight. So, right now? folks, they're in the middle of meeting as we speak. So, uh, 20 high school sports have now uh, opted out. You saw the list in the Albuquerque Journal. They include such powerhouses as McCurdy and Maxwell, Wingate, Santa Fe Indian, Santa Fe Prep, the Waldorf School, uh, the powerhouse going on over there. West Loss is kind of big. I remember the Dons uh, back in the day. All of Las Vegas, New Mexico is shut down. They're still on shutdown. They're like, hey, don't go outside over there. Hey, you're going to go to Mora. You're going to be the first infection over there on Mora. Get off. Don't go over there. Get past Gainas and just just keep your head low, bro. Never gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> Robertson, the, the worst sports uh, hazing incident in the country that ever happened. Wow. Happened at Las Vegas Robertson. Look it up. Wow. Yeah, it's awful. So there you go. Okay, hey, murder? They're crazy over no. there. No. Roberts and the Cardinals. I don't know what kind of Cardinals are all over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go home. That, there's a difference between the people from Mora and the people from Las Vegas, no? Española kind of has that, too. Yeah, there's a there's a waiter over at El, Para, or El Paragua. He's a nice... He opens his eyes like this, and he's waiting on you. Would you like... You know, he, he's asking you what you want. <laughs> You want the huevos rancheros? It's really good, no? He's <laughs> on the table, and he's the nicest guy. I literally sincerely nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's he's amazing guy. You guys, I already know that the calls are coming in, but I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming in because they want to do it too. Uh, the Blend schools make a decision on the in-person hybrid learning, uh, and it's going to be no. Yeah, uh, Blend Las Lunas. BCS began the school year in September with a hybrid. Students split 50-50 between in-person and school sites. Uh, Lawrence Sanchez recommended elementary schools uh, return to hybrid by Monday, March 1st. The secondary students, the middle school, and the two high schools return Monday, March 22nd after spring break. Does it make much sense to go back for three months? I say yes. 
Whatever anything's you can better than what we have. Anything now. right now. I think this is uh, this is absolutely uh, good. Um, but again, what's happening in the news? Uh, KOAT front and center. Beloved Las Cruces teacher loses her life to COVID nineteen. Yep. Okay. Yep. So again, we can make these deaths attributable to anything. I wouldn't exactly say uh, I'm very sorry for her loss of uh, Mrs. Uh, or Miss Elizabeth uh, Palencio, but I would say this: she does not exactly look like a picture of health. No. So I can I can phrase it that way. Is that fair? That's fair. I can I, I can see at least one comorbidity in that picture. He, she likes the. <laughs> but I, can't, I actually can't. I can't make a joke because that would be that'd be a bridge too far. Right. Call here on the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, you can have your own powwow. We have plenty of MCs, we have plenty of dancers, we have plenty of drums, and the first part of your powwow is usually a gourd dance. So What's we have that? all the help. What is, what is that, Michael? Put out the word. What is powwow? that? What is that? I don't know what that is. Powwow. No, the gourd dance. What is that? Is that, oh, that, yeah, is that yeah, the yeah. gourd that uh, you play? No, no, no. The gourd dance is uh, is started in the Oklahoma area, and it's uh, what they call uh, warrior societies. Back in the day, uh, when the warrior would kill uh, an enemy, then he belong automatically belonged to a warrior society, and they uh, and that society came up with the gourd dance. And the gourd dance, to present day, it honors the veterans, uh, especially the, the ones that have gone to war. You know, they're, they're okay, highly got honored. It. Got it. War dance. Yeah, I kept have, thinking gourd, like the gourd. Yeah, the, gourd, the yeah, gourd. Yeah, that's why I said oh, it's gourd. Yeah, gourd dance. Yeah, Can I not hear right show. out? Is it gourd I, I, or war? Yeah, I struggle a little myself. <laughs> gourd. G-O-R-D. Gourd. Gourd, okay. Uh, it, it, the, the rattle they use is a specialized gourd. It's, it's a, it, yeah, it, yeah it, I was right the first time, Michael. Let's... Let's you and I throw a powwow. Well, we'll go do it. At I just will correct Michael. The the gourd is not G O R D, but G O U R D. We do sell a lot of those at the farm in, in Connecticut. <laughs> there we go. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gourd dance. All right, Michael. Uh, let's you and I throw a powwow. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it. Just you and me. Can you do it? Does it? Does, what does it take? You know, the, it takes two to tango. How much? How many people does it take to powwow? Oh yeah! Once the once the word's out, it just uh, it just grows exponentially. Because, like I said, we have, we have a lot of we have a lot of drum groups in the area. We have a, a lot of MCs. We have a and, you, you have know, a lot of drunk uh, groups. Drum, drum, drum. Okay, man, this yeah, this is got, really bad. Yeah, I got a got bad Northern connection style. there. Okay. Got it. Yeah, you got northern style drum drum group and southern style drum group. Oh, wow. Know? And, yeah, so you know, once you once you understand the the the, the whole the whole uh, mechanism of the of the powwow, then you you know it's just a matter of finding the venue. And, and I don't have to be full blooded Native American or collecting the uh, casino checks in order to participate in the powwow. Is that correct? No, no. Uh, and by uh, that, you know what I mean yeah. by casino checks. You have to be so much blood in order to collect the casino checks. You understand what I mean by that, right? Not well, being yeah, well, a, 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 yeah, you got to be a, a, a member of, a, of that tribe. Yeah, that's that's, that's and, right. Uh, most most places have quarter quarter, and then, uh, I think the Navajo Nation went from quarter blood to half blood because there's just so many of them. Wow. Yeah, did is it is it is the gravy train nice? You you ride that gravy train pretty good or no? No, no, no. no my my tribe doesn't have a, they don't have a casino. Oh, Laguna oh, Acoma. Uh, that, that's your Acoma, right? Um, um, my mom's that come on my father is Hamus. So which one do you claim? Hamus. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm a, I'm a member of the Hamus tribe. You got to have the hot springs payouts. What do you think? 
Rush Limbaugh, but you still got me, Michael, for now. So here I am. Okay, I'll have to. Oh, I'll yeah, have to do. Know, yeah. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Here, you know. Yeah, you'll be like Limbaugh. You'll be here forever. <laughs> okay, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Uh, wanted to ask him so many other things, but I got too many other calls. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead, very quickly. Going once, going twice. Hello? Yes, that's you. Hello. <laughs> so me. you know what? It, you know what it is. Yep. They're just they're trying to clear my FCC license. That's exactly oh, okay. it. I was going to say that after that first caller. These people are just going to try and try and try. That bum rush is really the right way to describe that. They're just coming after you and just trying to get you. Do they not know about the dump button? I mean, none of those words went out. Eddie, Eddie's quick on the trigger there. I mean, what's that? I can't. I oh, just, do, they, do they not know about the dump button? You hit it immediately when somebody says something and it doesn't go well, out. I mean, it's easy to just. To yeah. just go, but, but they don't care. They just want to be jerks. And... So, did she say that Rush Limbaugh is a? That was that what I heard. I think I heard that. So anyway, I'm not worried about it. So um, by the way, speaking of, you want to talk about that's the real show killer right there, because that stuff isn't funny. Mm. You know, I don't even know how how could you be? You know, it takes one to know one. I mean, we could go into that all day long uh, if you want. And I was actually literally a victim. So be careful about, uh, you know, kind of pushing some of those buttons. Uh, tomorrow we will uh, talk more about the Civil Rights Act. I definitely want to talk about the okay. PC police, uh, for sure, Dowd. Um, woke politics, I want to get into that. And then uh, this Angel Fire guy in uh, Roosevelt County. You want to talk about someone who's had a really bad day? Yeah, this guy, Chris, McCa uh, Chris McCasland. They found him guilty of receiving stolen property, which is a petty misdemeanor. So I guess he's losing his job. I probably ran into him at some point, you know, because he's up in Angel Fire. Yeah, yeah. He was an Angel Fire police officer. He took a pole pruner. A pole pruner. Do anybody know what a pole pruner is? Like, so you can reach up? I, I do. mean, you do. <laughs> in your orchard. Chainsaws, televisions from an Angel Fire resort last summer. Investigators discover some of those items after getting a tip from his ex-wife there, Dowd. There we go. Send One more reason to go make tallies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't resist. Oh, it was a good show. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you, Dowd. Um, rest in, pre in peace, uh, Rush yes. Limbaugh. And uh, we'll, we'll keep the uh, torch lit here in the Kiva. Thanks for watching us on Roku, Amazon Fire, and uh, make sure you subscribe to rockertalk.chat. That's rockertalk.chat. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, stay tuned. Bill O'Reilly is next.